action. Plant smells. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know whether that actually just about made it or not. But, <laughs> but yes, I mean, thank you for that, Chris. Uh, welcome to another episode of Your Average Critics. I'm joined, as you may have heard, by Chris and also by Obi. Um, Joe said that he might grace us with his presence, but alas... It has not happened. Dead weight, mate. Since 2017, dead weight. But he is still alive, so that is positive. Um, Today, we're going to go through the announcements that Disney made at their um, Investor Day, which was last week. There is a lot to cover, so we'll probably end up just mentioning a lot of stuff and maybe not, and then delving into the things that we're a bit more, uh, you know, interested in. But I think the first thing I wanted to kind of start discussing is the um addition of star on the disney plus uh they call it it a tile so in addition to marvel national geographic called star so it's a, a, a sixth tile to go with marvel star wars pixar national geographic and i can't remember the last one but essentially uh, what it sounds like is it's going to be the more mature content for uh, that Disney own. So presumably things that are rated above a 12. Um, so things like Alien, um, Die Hard, um, you know, uh, Mate, Legend, yeah, maybe American Horror Story. Um, and, it, and it will be, um, you, you'll be able to like set age ratings and stuff. Um, so that's coming into effect on February 23rd, I think it was. Um, it's called Star. Um, I don't really know why. But... Is it anything you have to download, or is it going to be just added onto Disney Plus? Yeah, it's going to be like a little a, a little widget that they've got on their oh, right. thing. So I don't know whether they're going to increase the price. I think they have increased the price in America. I think they are. I think they are. Yeah. But to be honest, if if you're paying an extra quid a month for all of that more content, then I'm quite happy with that um because i know that i think we were saying before on previous pods you know are they gonna bring hulu over to the uk and have that as a separate kind of more mature content place but i think it's a really good idea that they've they're just piggybacking off the disney plus brand um and yeah i was quite happy with it to be honest um it sounds like they really want to, like, from what, I, what I've what i just watched for the last hour, it sounds like they really want to make that, that the hub of it uh, going forward. And to be honest with you, like, price increase, mate, Netflix increased from, I think I started paying it at seven ninety nine. now, it's like eleven ninety nine. so. Yeah. I think well, no, as long as... Fiverr, actually. Well, I think you've got the 4K version, don't you, though, of Netflix? I do. Yeah, but that allows me to have multiple people watch it once. If you get the fire, if you get the seven ninety nine one, only one person can watch it at a time. Yeah. So I think you know, I think with especially the all the announcements they made, um, and you know all the back catalogue that they're going to be putting onto Disney Plus, I think a small increase is justified. Um, you know, I was I've been quite frustrated with the lack of content I've been wanting to watch on disney plus for the last year and now it sounds like there's going to be a uh yeah a plethora i wanted to watch because there is by far an absolute mass amount of content on there that i've never even heard of until it came on there 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. So what do you, are you, you know, have you got any particular thoughts about either of you about this? You know, are you happy? Does it make sense? Or is it just like, yeah, it's cool. Move on. You know, what's what you're thinking? Um, the best possible solution, really. Because I think we spent ages and ages and ages talking about, are they going to include more adult stuff on there? So, yeah, I'm pretty happy with it, to be fair. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything in particular that I think, oh, yeah, I really... I'm glad that's going to be on Disney Plus. I can't think of anything at the minute, but I know FX do. I'm assuming FX stuff will be on there. Uh, FX do quite a lot of like good series, so I think um, that will introduce a lot of content to. Yeah, F- FX are bringing out the Alien series. Mm. Yeah, that yeah, and um, presumably they'll have Logan and Deadpool's. So mm. yeah, why would, they, might... why would they have Logan and Deadpool? Well, because they're they're 15 and they're they're fox so they wouldn't be on disney plus without it being in that specific so what, so what about star then i don't understand what the star does if it's all going to still go on fox and hulu no so essentially in the in certain international european, yeah in certain european markets yeah um which they haven't announced which ones they are but we're presuming and hoping that the uk will be one of them um there will be a, a specific kind of tab on the Disney Plus kind of uh, homepage for all of the stuff that is not within the oh, kind of right. 12 and under yeah. rating. So, yeah, I mean, yes, it will probably be on Hulu or some differently in the US, um, but that's what it sounds like it will be in the UK. So, yeah, I mean, you've already mentioned FX have announced a, an Alien series. Yeah, I mean, we've had I've sort of the, the films aren't really going anywhere at the moment, so um, might maybe if they've got a longer form to do it with, I, I wouldn't mind I think, seeing that. Didn't they say this one will be set on Earth as well? Trying to find the tweet. God, this is what happens when you jump about. <laughs> uh, should we just should we start at the beginning and then we'll, we'll just? I'll we'll just, just yeah, I'll just briefly mention what's them, and if you want to mention anything about it, let me know. So. Uh, this is a Hulu series um, called Only Murderers in the Building, starring Steve Martin and Martin Short and Felina Gomez. Uh, no okay. more information than The Hulu one? Oh, my God. There's more to watch. Um, I think Hulu is going to be where it's shown in the US and Star will be where it's shown in the UK. Okay, yeah. Um, then uh, The Dropout, which is a story of a con artist played by Kate McKinnon. Um Again, they don't give too much information about these. So I think they're more just saying, look how many big stars we've got. Um, Dope sick, harrowing new drama series inspired by true events. All star cast, including Michael Keaton, Peter Sarsgaard and Rosario Dawson. Mm. Good. That's a good cast. Strong cast, yeah. Strong cast. Harrowing drama inspired by true events. That sounds interesting. That's very vague. (laughs) That's so vague. (laughs) So vague. Yeah. Loads of these announcements were vague. I like yeah. watching it now in in a fast forward. They were they're so vague, and a lot of them are in development. So that could literally mean like halfway through they decide not to do it as well. Yeah, that's very true. Um, it also seems like with a lot of the actors that they announce for some of these projects, it's like oh they're in that other Disney Plus show or they're in that Disney film. You sort of think have they just sort of said to them. We're going to give you lots of money and you're just going to appear in anything that we tell you to. Probably. Rosario Dawson is going to be in, well, she's already in The Mandalorian. 
obviously we'll talk about Ashoka later. She's going to be in this one. Michael Keaton's Vulture, you know. What did you just call him? Ashoka, did you say? Isn't isn't that the character she plays? Ahsoka. Ahsoka. God, I thought you were pronunciation king. Come on. Um, I was going to say, a lot of these... um, Well, it might be the case that a lot of these places like film in the same locations so it might be a thing like killing two birds with one stone like if you're Rosario Dawson you do two days Monday and Tuesday you're doing Ahsoka the other two days <laughs> you're harrowing drama in the same place you know yeah. maybe, maybe maybe all of these actors were like bubbled up in Covid and it's like right we're just going to cast you in everything because you're already in a bubble mate although this is not on topic did you hear like Tom Cruise apparently had a guy at like bare people and a few people on his set because they um like Covid rules roles or something yeah good trip yeah isn't it sorry Karen with your Disney plus cool so everything in the world FX there'll be new seasons of Atlanta American Horror Story um, among others uh, including Archer so I mean that's good you know yes I was sort of maybe a bit worried that when Disney bought Fox and that that they would sort of think do you know what this isn't within keeping with the Disney brand we'll stop you know, American Horror Story, that is not a Disney thing. But... Yeah, but the moneymaker, mate, American Horror Story, Archer, Atlanta, all of those are moneymakers, mate. Things that people yeah. want to... Yeah, I mean, it's good, because I was worried that they would sort of think, now, you know, but they seem to have kept them quite siloed, and, and you know, they're doing their own thing. So I think, it, it, especially these announcements, you know, they are kind of continuing with the franchise's that they've inherited so do we know if sorry do we know if um so like for example atlanta um it's if uh, it's going to be on uh disney star um so it normally comes on uh like fx or whatever on sky and you can watch it on sky go i think american horror story is on netflix it's on netflix yeah uh, it goes to fx and then netflix okay yeah. so is so are they now going to be exclusive to fx and just this disney app and then it won't be on any other things well what the you're in. what's that chris i think it depends what country you're in right so like uk let's say UK, so like i i used to watch atlanta on sky go because it was on fx which is on which i have on sky so would it now just be on um the Disney app. Oh shit! I I'd assume I would have. I was going to assume that it would still be on FX and it would also go on Disney. Yeah, that was my and thinking. And I'm also going to assume that any contract that Netflix currently has, like i.e. Uh, Always Sunny and American Horror Story, it will still go through the same process. Mm. And if it runs out, then Disney will take it over or Star will take it over. Yeah, I think I think they will. You know. It's in Disney's interest. You know, Disney own the Disney Channel and things like that. So they're not all. They're not just going to put all of their content on a streaming service that not everybody has access to. Um, so I to be think... fair, doesn't didn't they get rid of the Disney Channel? Oh, did they? In the UK. I'm pretty sure in the UK they got rid of the Disney Channel. Yeah. Oh, shows how much I know. But I mean, it says here updates from FX networks. So and then later on it says these exciting new original series coming exclusively to FX on Hulu, and then it talks about new ones. So that, to me, suggests that they will still be on the FX TV channel. Um, they, they still get money, you know, they still get money for, like, syndication, um, for, like, things going on to other platforms. So, you know, um, I think 
I think at least for the time being, it will still be like that. So an, an exclusive FX on Hulu, presumably and Star as well, is the old in the old man. Uh, that's wrong. Called the old man, starring Jeff Bridges, former CIA operative who's forced to reconcile with his past. I'm Again, in. I'm in this one. I'm in this one. I will, I'll watch this just for Jeff Bridges. Yeah, he's a good actor. Sounds, yeah, a little, sounds a bit generic in the sense of like you know former operative reconciling his past could be Jason Bourne, but you know with an old man. <laughs> well, there's a thing about Jason Bourne here, isn't there? Is there? Oh yeah, well not Jason Bourne, but the guy who directed the Bourne films is doing the sp- the spy thriller Andor. Oh, oh right. okay. Spoiler, go. Chris Wing got there. <laughs> then right. there's. Uh, American Horror Stories, which uh, <laughs> uh, even more spin-off anthology horror stories, uh, and then Reservation Dogs, half-hour comedy series about four Native American teenagers growing up on a reservation. I uh, thought this was a spin-off of Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a play on words, but it's being developed by Taika Waititi, so yeah. I like his humour. Mate, he's doing bare, you know. Yeah, especially for the Disney kind of franchise. Yeah. Um, and I would be interested to see a comedy series about, uh, you know, a sort of populace that I've never really, you know, you don't see much of on mm. screen. So a Native American comedy series. Yeah, I would I would watch that. I'd give it a go. That's quite rare, isn't it? Mm. I don't know if either of you have heard of this one, but that's based on a comic, Why the Last Man? I have heard of it. I swear I wrote this down. I've heard that the um the comic slash graphic novel was really good. That's all I know about it. And it was this been in development for ages. Where is this? Where is this? I wrote this down. I swear I did. Oh well. Does the fact that some of these things are being kind of produced through a certain TV channel give you an expectation? Because like, obviously Legion was FX. Um, mm. So does that does that you know? If it was a Disney Plus exclusive, would that give you a different set of expectations than FX? I feel like, um, yeah, in, I think I'd have a different set of expectations, not in terms of how good it's going to be, but maybe just like the style. So if it was coming out of Disney Plus, I'd probably expect it to be a bit more child friendly, or at least like maybe like you could watch it with your family kind of thing. If it was coming out of FX, I'd expect it to be maybe a bit, bit grittier kind of thing. Okay. In terms of like production value, because the first, I mean, it was only the first episode of Legion. You I watched it on about I... this every single time. <laughs> it's one it, but it looked really televisual, whereas The Mandalorian looked very cinematic. So, yeah, but The Mandalorian, yeah. So, I, I mean, maybe I'm the only one who, who watched like an hour of this Disney thing. But the only reason that Mandalorian is so out there and so good is because they use a, they use new, they have new technology they use called. They create like create their own sets in it. Yeah, it's called Starcraft, yeah. and it it's different. It has like it's like a dome shape around them, so they have to put everything in, in the middle. But like the surrounding areas, they can like tweak just by a click of a button. So different lighting, different scenery. Like they've got like it's really good graphics and LED screens, and it's like a massive soundstage apparently. To be fair, um, as well, I think you're just more liable to give a bigger budget to something that's like Star Wars related or something that's like MCU related in comparison to Legion who wasn't a really very well known character so I can't imagine it would have got tons of backing in terms of like financially yeah I'd have to agree with that one 
fair enough. We finally reached the alien bit. So uh, TV series based on the classic film series helmed by Fargo and Legion's Noah Hawley. Expect a scary thrill ride set not too far in the future here on Earth. So, Are you even going to watch this? Sarah's making me watch all of the alien films. So I guess... <laughs> oh, God. So. Yeah, they don't... Um, they start off all right, and then they get a bit... I don't know, the face monster, the thing that goes to their face, that really... Face hugger, yeah. I mean, I don't think one of the alien films has been set on Earth yet. Not Mm -hmm. fully anyway. So this is, you know, I'm I'm interested in the concept. You know, if they're going to try and breathe some life into this franchise, then cool. Because, you know, the last couple's not done too much. Did it say who's going to be in it? Have you said that already? No, no one. Just produced by the person who's done the Fargo and Legion TV yeah, series. It didn't. It didn't look like it said anything when I when I watched it earlier. Yeah. Who's Who's the um? Isn't there someone who's really well known who was in like the first couple of them? Yeah, and, um, what's her face? Uh, Sigourney Weaver was in the first Sigourney three or four. Weaver. Yeah. Was yeah. she in Prometheus as well? She what? Sorry. Was she in Prometheus as well? I don't, oh God, I, I can't remember. Prometheus is set before Alien, though. Oh, then probably not then. Which yeah. was Prometheus? I think I've seen that one. Is that one with Michael Fassbender? Yeah. Yeah. That is, um, yes, that one. Yeah. Well, um, I never got around to watching it all. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. So, Always Sunny has been re- renewed through to season 18, making it the lon- longest running live action sitcom. <laughs> Mate, That's what? mad when you think about it. That's actually crazy. I'm actually well surprised they're allowed to do it. Well, a lot of their... Well, this is the problem. Well, it's not the problem. It's, it's, I mean, they're a lot of their... It's good they're carrying on, basically. But I think they... <laughs> no, I was going to say, they, they, they always try and push the limit. And sometimes it's too much. And it's not right. Mm. And it's censored a lot. That's what I was, I was trying to get out, but I didn't know how to say it. So. My thing is just like, I can't believe that they've got uh, a big enough following to... To, to carry justify. on, yeah, to carry on for 18, 18 seasons is Mate, nuts. They're already on. What is it? What's on Netflix? Is it fifteen? They're on four. They're on fourteen now. Number four. That's mad. That's crazy. That got the well, guy for them. I like yeah. the show. To me, so, yeah, because yeah. three of them we made it in it. It's um Charlie, Mac, and and Dennis. I think. Yeah, they all made it together, didn't they? Yeah. I mean, it's probably not a particularly expensive series to make. That's true. You know, apart from obviously the salaries of the staff, which is mm. you know the, the actors, but usually only six of them. Yeah, you know, unless they're kind of doing you know big set pieces every week, it's just you know a couple of sets and and mostly writing. So I can imagine you know those sorts of things and just run and run as long as they've got new ideas. Mm. I kind of you think know. of this as like the live action version of Family Guy or The Simpsons. <laughs> yeah, The Simpsons Simp- are a bit more crude. Oh, yeah, okay. 100% more crude. Mm. Yeah, because Simpsons is on it, season like 30 it, something. Oh, yeah, I still can't think they could do the Die Hard thing they did. Oh, God, it, yeah. What was the Die Hard thing? Is it what, like they made their own Die Hard movie? Is it Die Hard? I can't remember. Die Hard, yeah. No, it's Lethal Weapon. It's Lethal Weapon. Lethal Weapon. And uh, the Mac, like, basically did blackface. And then oh. that, that was one episode. And then another episode, they did it, then another sequel. And then Black did Mac did blackface, and then they switched halfway through the film, and then Dennis started doing blackface. Oh, do they make any commentary about that, or is it just like they oh, do? 
they 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 do they do but it's it's um it's like a, under a feign of of them being idiot them being idiots if that makes sense but the way they it's kind of the way they do it like they they all their characters are fucking stupid but yeah. w- when they're talking you realize that they're kind of trying to say something underlying like you, it's kind of like do you get it kind of thing if that makes sense right that so that's okay so in your opinion it's unacceptable because they're making a commentary about people who do it yeah i mean yeah i think it is quite it's quite um satirical in a way. okay because it's a delicate balance isn't it yeah okay um so now we're on to the star wars stuff okay already oh shit no wait hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on no no fucking way this is unhappy what about um wait you're skipping you're skipping disney and you're skipping you're skipping disney and disney plus originals no i'm just going by what the twitter thread is saying okay let's go let's go yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. so again not very much information about this one Rangers of the New Republic, an original series set within the timeline of The Mandalorian, yeah, coming right. to Disney Plus. So, I think... oh, go on, sorry. well, what I was going to say is, I don't that to me, I don't know what any of that means. Is the New Republic four, five, and six possibly? The New, the new Republic, I think, is after six. So when oh, they're after. trying to sort, yeah, they're, when they're so now they're now that the Empire's lost, they're trying to resort the galaxy. Think about it, okay. Glenn. Timeline is Mandalorian, and Mandalorian's after six. Yeah, and and um, so we. I think um, what's her name? The girl who's really good at stunts. I can't remember her name, but Mando's friend. Uh, oh yeah. Cara Dune, I think is her name, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I think I, I'm assuming she's going to be in it because isn't, isn't she like the new lieutenant of the Republic Rangers or something like that? No. Okay. La 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 la. I, la. <laughs> I haven't watched it, but um. Okay. Oh, sorry. That, that's not a spoiler, though. That's that's. It's not, no, it's I'm not. pretty sure you've. Se- I'm pretty sure you've seen that actually. Yeah, I probably have to be fair. Um, but also, I don't know if that will mention it, but Mandalorian season three for Christmas 2021. Please. Oh yeah, yeah. Is that, that on there? I don't know if that's on there. It did. I think I sort of maybe took that as a given, but I should have and said it. it. Yeah. And just I mean, just quickly. Yeah. Um, back to the Rangers thing before we move on. Um, do you guys have any sort of expectations? Will this show whatsoever, or are you kind of hoping it is there a kind of style or sort of genre that you're hoping for? Or I don't know. I mean, Rangers of the New Republic to me suggests it'll be about a group of people, mm. so maybe they'll do more kind of like <laughs> I hope not, but maybe like maybe like a kind of police procedural type thing. That's what I was thinking. Um, but you know, when we were talking last week, Obes. I was sort of saying I wanted them to just branch away from anything to do with the Skywalker saga. And, mm. you know, I'm not going to say anything about recent episodes of The Mandalorian, but it is still set within that time frame. And mm. if this series is set within the time frame of The Mandalorian, then it's all intertwined. And I sort of think, OK, this sounds like a potentially interesting series, but it's still set within those nine films. Uh, I just... I- I don't know the point of it at this point. At this point in time, but I think. Oh, sorry, go on, Chris. No, it's alright. You go on. You go. On. Um, I was gonna say I, I, the the way I think of it is I think this um Cara Dune character I think is really popular. Same with Ahsoka. She's really popular amongst fans of Mandalorian. So they're like, let's do a spin off of her in it, which I think is pretty much what's gonna happen. It's a good idea. And fair play if that's 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 the case. But like in my mind, I'm like Ahsoka. There's like a void with, with Ahsoka. There's like yeah. loads of 
information we want or mm. people people who have watched Clone Wars or 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 seen that episode with her, you want to know more. And mm-hmm. I don't that the New Republic is something right now in my head is something that I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna That's watch fair. that. But I probably will watch it because of how well Mandalorian has done. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, it's, done, it's done by it's done by the same people as Mandalorian, John Favreau and Dave, whatever his name is. Hello. Yeah. Um, I was going to say just quickly, last thing that I want to say um, is that I hope, even though I just said it, I hope that um, Cara Dune isn't the main character in this because although her stunts are really cool, I don't think she's the best actor. So I don't really no. want to see her on the screen all the time. But, you know. <laughs> Isn't she like an MMA or WWE yeah. former kind of? Yeah, slash, um, slash um, stunt woman. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I think I agree with you, Obi. I mean, I don't mind her character but she's definitely a side character in my opinion yeah. Yeah, um I and i wouldn't i'm not like you know there's there are some characters that are just good as sidekicks you don't yeah. need to give everybody their own spin-off which you know disney I hope this isn't a, 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 the, their version of joey you remember that show yeah <laughs> yeah oh yeah friends yeah, yeah. <laughs> that show was terrible yeah <laughs> Did a better series called Episodes, which wasn't Friends, but mm. right. Following Rangers of the New Republic, there's Celtic of the New Republic. There's what? What? It's an old firm. Oh, joke. you're an idiot. Oh, oh you're an idiot. I didn't even. <laughs> you're such a mug. I didn't even clock that. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, you're Jesus. such an idiot. That, that's two 0 to Glenn to be fair. Why? What was the first? <laughs> no, because it got us both in it. <laughs> Oh, right. Oh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> oh, God. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, it's Premier League joke. Right. Um, I'll get her name right. Ahsoka, a new original series starring Rosario Dawson, set within the timeline of The Mandalorian. So, are we going to get to a situation in, oh, like... He's set in the timeline of The Mandalorian? Yeah. Oh. So, are we going to get a CW situation here where... Every 15th episode, there's going to be a crossover or something. To be fair, I reckon, yeah, probably. Because that, that episode with her in it was essentially a backdoor pilot in it. So I reckon it's going to be like a little little mini multi-TV-verse kind of thing. Yeah. So, Chris, what's your thoughts on it being set within the Mandalorian timeline? Well, like, I'm interested because I want to know how she progresses. Because she could still technically... I mean, I, her race, I don't know how long they can live for. So she mm. could still be alive from this period all the way up to the end of nine might be, would be an interesting journey and she could probably go through quite a few generations but in my mind i'd like to see some flashbacks because i'd like to see what would, especially if they're getting um hayden christian back oh from... chris you're getting ahead of yourself mate. Cool. <laughs> cool. no but i'm saying if they're getting him back for another series then they could bring him in to do like um past um flashbacks with him which that'd be good to be fair. Cool. That'd be good. Yeah, that'd be good. For me, this one feels like it would be a lot cooler because she's a Jedi, she's got good skills. So hopefully there'll be other Jedi or you know, lightsaber fights. So Well, I think I, um oh sorry, again, I don't want to interrupt you. Sorry, sorry. I was just gonna say it doesn't seem like they're basically doing a live action version of the Clone Wars or Rebel mm. Wars or whatever one she was in. So that's probably a good thing because you'll get people saying, Oh, they've ruined it. So this is like a continuation of that but in live action yeah um i was gonna say yeah so 
basically what you just said, Glenn. Um, so in that episode of Mandalorian she was on, she said something like, where's General Thrawn? Or Thorn, or whichever his name is. So I, which I think is a character from Rebels. Um, so I imagine that the series will be <clears throat> based on her, maybe on her search for him. And also another character called Ezra, who I think was her friend, but I don't really know. I think he went missing along with Thrawn, from what I've gathered from people talking about uh, Rebels. So I reckon the series is going to be something to do with her searching for her friend and this evil guy. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it though. I think it was like, I feel like it was almost a guarantee after that episode. I mean, they probably planned this months in advance, but it was almost guaranteed after the episode that she was going to get herself a, a series. Yeah. And I like Rosario Dawson as well. Yeah. Next one is Andor, an original series set in Star Wars universe about Cassian Andor, who was in Star Wars Rogue One. So we all know how that one ended. So this yeah. is presumably a prequel series. It's funny because like, obviously we were talking about this last week. Or was it on the Mandalorian episode? Doesn't matter. Anyway, we were talking about, um, I think I asked what sort of series we would like. And I said I would like, oh, like a spy kind of series. And obviously I completely forgot that they were bringing this out. So I might, and I think they said it's going to be like a spy thriller, which sounds like my sort of vibe. Um, I like Cassie and Andor. So I think the only annoying thing about it is maybe that it's a prequel so you know whatever they're doing we kind of know what the end result's going to be if that makes sense um, yeah that's the only thing that might be annoying but obviously there might be quite a few nice like missions or you know whatever in the middle so yeah i'm quite looking forward to this as well who's, so who's we... directing this one again chris um hi oh, does the born uh film series or born series oh that's paul greengrass i think isn't it I think that's what they said. I'm pretty sure that's what they said. That's pretty high billing, I think, I would say, because the Bourne films are, in terms of action, the Bourne films are um, yeah. pretty good. It doesn't doesn't say anything on this tweet, but obviously they've only got a few characters. Um, so I'm going to get super confused with where these things are all set within each other, because if yeah. Mandalorian is between six and seven, this is going to be between three and Rogue One, which is yeah. basically three and 3.5. Yeah. Well, I guess it could be anywhere up until... Well, how old, how, old, how old would you say it is? Like 30? Uh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, it could be anywhere between Star Wars 1 to Star Wars 3. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Is there, yeah, have you found anything on your little Google search, Chris? No, my Google's been a dickhead. All right, well, let us know. Um, that next cool. one. Definitely. Oh, right, and or series. Okay, you can just jump back in if you find it. Um, the next one Chris has already alluded to is the Obi Wan Kenobi series, um, which you know, Obi, you've come to terms with that name now, haven't you? So I have. You McGregor though, that guy is a he's a he's a top guy. I'm just so it says sets ten years of set there uh, begins ten years after the dramatic events of Revenge of the Sith. So this is between. Three and four. Can I just say quickly, sorry, quickly, quickly, quickly. I know um, we want to talk about all the other stuff, but I just want to show appreciation for Revenge of the Sith. It's not a great film, but the end fight is really, really fucking good. And Obi Wan Kenobi in that bit, him and Anakin's dialogue between each other, I rate. I love it. It's probably one of my favourite five minutes, however long it is, of the Star Wars franchise as a whole. Yeah. If he didn't chop off his arms and legs, mate, (laughs) it wouldn't have happened. Do you know what? Oh, go on, sorry. Yeah, yeah no, go on. Go on, go on, go on. No, I was just going to say, yeah, do you know how dumb the whole him chopping off his legs off thing is? Because in Phantom Menace, yeah, <laughs> um, Obi-Wan is in that exact same position against Darth Maul and he overcomes it. But then in this one, 
he's like, oh yeah, it's over and they can have the high ground. And I was thinking like, what? I just watched a film two days ago where you were in this exact same position and you fucking slaughtered Darth Maul. So why can't Anakin, the chosen one, do the exact same thing? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Because my brother was the other day saying like, um, if you look back at the films and if they'd allowed Anakin to actually like join them on the council and if they had actually taught him about about the dark side rather than shadowing him away from they would have taught him Palpatine wouldn't taught him and then they're like trash yeah mate they're bare stupid man they were trash yeah mate and it's um Anthony Joseph Gilroy the American screenwriter and filmmaker who wrote the screenplay for the first four films of Bourne oh okay Cool. But, uh, yeah, if they if if Obi Wan didn't chop off his arms and legs, basically the next three films wouldn't have happened. So, <laughs> um, am I right in thinking well, he just killed him? That's what I was gonna say. But yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm right thinking that Obi Wan survives at least one or two of the four, five, six films. Um, he dies at the end of four, no? Yeah. Okay. So again, this being set ten years after Revenge of the Sith, there's quite a limited time frame that this could be set in. Yeah. <laughs> Difference between four, three, and four. Twenty years, is it? It's about, I think, it's twenty years. Yeah, I think. I think Luke's nineteen. I think at the start of four. Right. <laughs> okay. So this is there's basically a ten year period that this will be set in. Yeah. Well, funny enough, like, um, so like, like I was saying, I was I've been watching Star Wars recently. I watched A New Hope the other day, and the way they talk, the way obviously it doesn't really matter now, but it's a bit funny to me the way that um, Obi Wan and Darth Vader talk about each other. It it's as if they haven't seen him since that day on the Revenge of the Sith. And if Hayden Christian is going to be in this, I'm wondering if it's actually going to be him physically or if it's maybe going to be like a um, force, force, I don't know, maybe force dream or I don't know. I wonder if it's going to be actually him physically there. Yeah. I'm curious. Good point, actually. Very good point. But they have, they have backtracked on a few things they did previously, haven't they? So, or supposedly have done. Mm. So maybe again and again and again. Yeah, but I'm looking yeah. forward to this. I like. I think. I, like I think throughout the process of the the six films, George Lucas changed his mind about a few things, including. George yeah. that... <laughs> What's that? Sorry, George Binks. I think no. I think like Luke and Leia weren't supposed to be siblings at first, were they? And so, um, he was like, well, they should be siblings. Be the Sith Lord. I'm telling I'm you, Chris, you're joking. I read a thing um, backing up what you say, Glenn. Uh, that they're what. Luke was supposed to have a twin, but it wasn't supposed to be Leia. It was supposed to be someone that we hadn't met yet, but they just decided to make it Leia. <laughs> After they Even basically got to second base. You're joking me. Have you, you not seen the Jar Jar Binks theory? I've like, seen it, yeah. I've seen it. Spot on, mate. <laughs> definitely fan. Uh, <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, you know, this series, I don't really know because, you know, we already know what happens in 4. Mm. So... Uh, you know, like you said, both of these characters are going to survive. <laughs> so, again, you know, I'm just a bit tired of, you know, all of these little, oh, there's a four-year gap here, we need to fill it with something. It's like, well, do we? You know, you clearly had that gap for a reason during the film, so do you need to know what happened between them? We know where ultimately where they're both going to end up because that's the beginning of A New Hope. So, You know what? I, don't I, know. I, I, I would have, like... I'm all, I'm game for an Obi Wan series. Like I'm game, but I don't know if I wanted it in this time period. Mm, like for I me, it should have been like maybe in between some films, or like because you see a massive jump in Anakin's age, or 
supposedly you see a massive jump in his age and then and then like Obi-Wan is like a pad one to begin the first film like and he's not that knowledgeable so it would have been kind of interesting to maybe see his journey but I think the yeah. person I really want to see is Qui-Gon Jinn there you could say that <laughs> One thing that annoys me as well is that, like, we get well, I'm hoping that maybe they'll fix this in the series. So, in from uh, episode, I suppose we'll say two because they don't, Anakin and Obi Wan don't really interact in the first one. So, from two and three, um, they don't show well enough, I think, the, the bond between them two. Because obviously, in the last scene, when um, uh, Obi-Wan defeats Anakin it's quite like emotional but I didn't see much of this throughout uh, episode 2 or episode 3 so I'm thinking or hoping maybe in this series they'll try to maybe like reinforce the relationship between the two or the, the relationship that they had before everything went sour I don't mm. know but I'm hoping that hoping that Hayden Christensen has become a better actor in the past 15 years because <laughs> my I goodness think... he is well, what else has he been in? I have no idea. He was in no idea. that from also, Jumper, wasn't he? Although I agree with you in terms of like their relationship, it's it feels like it's quite stale until the very scene. But I feel like that's where Clone Wars, the series, has kind of come in to help a little bit as well. Because yeah. he doesn't. Re- I don't. I wouldn't. The thing is, Clone Wars. I feel like it's more based around Anakin and Ahsoka, mm. but it does have Obi Wan a lot as well. But like, I feel. Like that's branch bridge the gap of where everyone's like, hold the fuck, hold the fuck, what the, uh, what's going on here, like kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. So though. Are, we, are we watching this? Yeah, yeah, you'll know. Yeah, I, I will start it, but this is probably one of the ones I'm least kind of buzzed for. Um, yeah. I mean, Hayden Christensen since 2005, which was when the Brent of the Sith came out, has one, two, three, four, five, about 15 credits to his name. Since, since in the last fifteen oh, years, essentially. Fair enough. So, that's not. That's not. That's not bad. They're, none of them are big films. Mm. I also I, feel, I think the big, It's true. I think a big um, a big part of him seeming quite bad as Anakin Skywalker is the dialogue that he's been given, which I think is at times really fucking crap. So yeah, I don't, who's do we know who's right in this series? Hopefully not George Lucas. Well, yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> One thing I, uh, that I don't like about Star Wars sometimes is I think some of the dialogue is fucking diabolical. <laughs> like, it's really bad. Like, yeah. like, a, like a child wrote it, like, literally. Um, so, yeah, I hope they get a good, a good showrunner or a good writer in this series. Then I'll have a lot more hope. Cause I feel like Ewan McGregor can, you give him whatever and he'll be able to work with it, but I'm worried about, <laughs> about Anakin, to be honest. Next from Star Wars is The Bad Batch, an animated original series coming to Disney+. Plus. Do we know anything about who The Bad Batch are? Is it A Bad Batch of Clones? I think I think so. Did you watch the trailer? Clone I'm sort Force of watching 90. it on silent now. <laughs> oh, okay. It's, clone, on, Chris. it's about 99. I don't know who they are. But I think it's not a bad batch in terms of... It's a bad batch in terms of I don't think they've gone to the dark side. That's what I assumed, yeah. Okay. I mean, the logo for it basically starts with the logo of the Clone Wars and then dissolves into the Bad Batch. Mm. So, presumably, it's set 
set within the timeline of this, within the timeline of this, between this. Yeah. Um, I think it. I think looking at the trailer, I think it's it's just after um, Order sixty six has happened because they show Palpatine up on that big screen saying he's going to make the first Galactic Empire or something like that. So I reckon. So I'm assuming. Yeah. Um, so obviously, Order sixty six, all the clones went bad. So I'm assuming it's around that. So these clones in particular didn't turn on the Jedi. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I I can't tell if this is I can't. Is it the director of season one of The Mandalorian is doing this? I don't know. They had a couple of directors in season yeah, one. I think it's. I can't say. I can't read what I've written. Oh, I'm writing on the fucking wrong thing. Shit. But anyway, why should you looking for that, Chris? Um. I'm. I think this is the one that I'm not too bothered about. Mostly because I'm not. I'm trying to get into Clone Wars, but I'm not that into the animated stuff yet. Um, and if I do watch this, I don't know when this is coming out. But if I do watch this, I would want to watch um, the other stuff. Like I would want to watch Clone Wars first, and so I'm not like um, spoiling my, anything for myself. Um, so yeah, I'm not as bothered about about this one personally. Okay. There's also. There's also Star Wars Visions, an original series of animated shorts celebrating Star Wars Galaxy through the lens of Japanese anime creators. Sounds oh, they're only, they're only shorts. Oh. Yeah. And shorts, isn't it? Then there's a uh, brand new event series uh, about Lando Calrissian. Uh, again, that's all the info the tweet says. Don't know whether um, Charles Gambino will come back. That's what I was, yeah, that's what I was going to ask. I didn't know if this was going to be set in old times or now times because in Rise of Skywalker doesn't he talk about with um that former stormtrooper girl he says like um what does he say he says like oh let's find out where you're from blah blah blah, blah or something like that and it kind of gave us the vibe that maybe those two were going to go off and, on an adventure true yeah I mean I did he didn't say anything about um if, if he was returning as far as I could as, as far as I are remember. we talking about uh Charles Gambino now or? yeah okay yeah. Yeah, I mean they've got two to choose from, I guess, or maybe they can do both, and there'll be flashbacks. I don't know. Again, yeah. another character. I'm like, do I really want to see a whole series about you? I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm with you there. I'm with you. The next one's probably one that at least sounds to me more interesting. Um, is the Acolyte? It sounds uh, sick. A mystery thriller that will take viewers into a galaxy of shadowy secrets and emerging dark side powers in the final days of the High Republic era. So what sort of film are we... Is is this end of three, beginning of five, end of nine, halfway through um, eight? You know, <laughs> what? I think... It, what's the High Republic? Is that... Is that before all of this uh, Skywalker shit? Or, I don't know, Chris, you might yeah, know. Just, that's what I was just trying to figure out now, actually. I think it is. But it's, this sounds sick to me. I think this is this is the one that I'm most looking forward to. Yeah, Of the Star Wars stuff. Yeah. Like, I want to... No more about the, like the dark side people. Oh, I don't know when this period is. High Republic era is two hundred years between approximately three hundred BBY and hundred BBY. So <laughs> what does BBY mean? So their, B- so their BBY is equivalent to RBC. <laughs> I don't know when. That's, yeah, that's so unhelpful. <laughs> that's a joke. Okay, well, I'll, wait. I'll find out. Wait, let me go. Oh. Yeah, keep, keep searching. Um, but yeah, I think my I think me seeing I, I'm curious if this is going to be just about uh, dark side people being bad, or if it's going to be like 
I may be dark side, but I'm not like, do you know what I mean? I don't go around slaughtering children, aka Anakin Skywalker. Like, I just want to use the dark side <laughs> for some powers, but I'm not like all evil. I don't, I'm curious if it's going to be purely about evil people or it's going to be like the um, balance between like the, the bad and the good side. I think this is right. a prequel. God, it's, sorry. A, it's a prequel because Yoda was born in 900 BBY. The Galactic, Re- the Galactic Republic and the Jedi Order are at the Zenith. This is the Golden Age of Jedi, and that's 200 BBY. And I think I just said the High Republic was... 300 to 100. And 100 BBY. So, okay. so before says, the Skywalkers... It says the here... The High Republic era precedes the fall of the Old Republic. Okay, cool. Yeah, because oh, in 41 BBY, Anakin Skywalker is somehow conceived by the midichlorians and his mother, however you just say her name. Shmi. So, so Glenn, this is, lo- this is your um, uh, non-related Skywalker stuff, isn't it? That you- yes. Yes. And Shadowy Secrets. Yes, I'm in. Mm-hmm. I will watch this. I'm fully in. Again, no casting news. Someone called Leslie Headland is bringing it to life, so good on you, Leslie. Um, then there's another animation about droids. Yeah. Oh, this is the one I care the least about. <laughs> I announced it, I was like, a new hero, and again, accompanied by R2-D2 and C-3PO. I was like... Who cares? <laughs> I remember, like, they're trying to branch to every aspect, aren't they? So, But then why would you want I mean, R2-D2 can't even speak, so... Mm. Well, you know... How many, episodes, how many episodes behind of The Mandalorian are you, Chris? Well, I was trying to get my brother to catch up, and he got through three. I feel like I'm on the episode after Ahsoka, I think. No, that's not true. I'm on the episode of Ahsoka. Okay, I'm not going to say what I was going to say then. Um... I'll, 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 um... Go on, I can go on... <laughs> Okay, well, basically, in the next episode, and this is not a huge spoiler, but Mandalorian leaves his jetpack somewhere, and we don't see him pick it back up. So they're probably going to do a spin-off of what happened to that jetpack. Oh, fuck off. (laughs) I hope that's not it. it. (laughs) Set between episode six and seven of The Mandalorian. uh, I hope that's a god. We follow the jetpack on its journey. Fifteen episodes now. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Um, then this is non-Star Wars, but still Lucasfilm. Uh, there's going to be a Willow series starring Warwick Davis, which I think isn't is based it, on an old film. Isn't it, isn't it a sequel to the old film, 80 years later? 80? Bloody hell, how old's Warwick Davis? Mm. Well, the film was in 1988. Maybe it was... 1988 maybe. was not 80 years ago, mate. Yeah, but I'm well, sure that's... Oh, yeah. I they said 80. But maybe they said 18. I mean, who cares? Are you, any of us going to watch this? Who cares? No, I'm no. not. Uh, Lucasfilm, continuing with that, there's going to be Indiana Jones 5. Wait, hold on. Um, have you spoke about um, Patty Jenkins' film? What? Oh, no. That... No, they were just series, though. Now they're talking about Oh, films, right. So my they, bad. My bad. Yeah, yeah. This is in the order they said it on the thing as well, because this is the oh, next and final Indiana Jones film. Yeah. And I Harrison mean... Ryers' role. Yeah, he is. He's going to be 80 something, isn't he? Yeah. Um, one, they're going to film it in July 2022. They're going to release it. I've not um, seen the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, but I didn't hear good things about it. It so. didn't do, do very well. But is... they, they wanted to spin it off. They, they'd have to get Shia LaBeouf back in. So. I don't think that's going to happen based on 
the uh, what he came yeah. out and admitted. Yeah, he's doing a Mavellini. Mm. Yeah. Um, but it's going to be directed by James Mangold. Oh, again, Chris. What's he doing? Uh, he admitted to basically physically assaulting um, his ex-girlfriends and, and being abusive and stuff. Oh. Um, I mean, good on him for admitting it, but you know, don't do it. Um, so yeah, James Mangold's going to direct Indy Five. He did uh, Girl Interrupted, uh, Walk the Line, uh, The Wolverine, Logan, and Ford versus Ferrari. So oh, okay, I'm in now. All right, that's okay. Those last yeah. two, I'll watch it. But yeah. I've never seen Indiana Jones. So can you guys? Should I start? Should I start watching Indiana Jones? Yeah, the fir- you know the first what? three anyway are quite fun. I even know one proper pointless. Yeah, I mean, you know, they're, they're just entertainment. Do you know what I mean? They're, they're absolutely fine. I don't know about four, but... Um, next is uh, a series by... Uh, of oh, series talking to me. Fuck off. Um, Children of Bone. Yeah, Children of the Bone. Children of Blood and Bone by Tommy Adeyemi. Um, it's a coming-of-age adventure following a young African girl's quest to restore magic to, for her sake, to her forsaken people, the Magi. Um, yeah. I have actually read the first book of this. It okay. wasn't my sort of thing. It was very much like, you know, Twilighty and, you know, that sort of um, teeny kind of book. But That's my bag. That's my bag, man. Is, it this, was, an it was, this, uh, is this real life? I imagine it will be live action. Um, okay. But, you know, the book was very full of kind of African culture. So I think this would be a really cool series to, you know, See what they do with it. Um, I mean, sounds good to me. Yep. Oh, no problem. Then probably one of the most generic, uh, sorry, vague tweets: uh, a brand new Star Wars feature by Taika Waititi. Yeah, yeah, that was so. I was so weird. I didn't say anything about it. <laughs> funky, yeah. They just did a funky Star Wars logo, and then they just had his face, and that was it. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Can I, can I ask you guys something quickly um, about this? So. Um, in comparison, so like I think a lot of people think that, uh, so like The Last Jedi, for example, isn't like a very Star Warsy film, um, and that's why a lot of people didn't like it. Do you think that Taika Waititi's style lends itself to a Star Warsy inverted commas type film? Um, I think so because depending on when it's set, because you know you could he could do a, a, a sitcom. A, set in one of the cantinas do you know what i mean you know it depends what type of setting he does because you know he made thor ragnarok work that's true um so yeah i i think i think depending on it's a, it's a, a bit oh isn't it with thor ragnarok because the first two films although i quite like the first one and i actually thought the second one wasn't too bad if i remember correctly but but they they changed the tone of it because it wasn't getting the best reception right mm. yeah yeah, that's true. So I just think I genuinely just think with this Star Wars, all these Star Wars announcements, they are just getting every genre they can possibly think of, and they are plucking and putting Star Wars into it. That's that's yeah. all that. Mm. And so do you like, think this? Oh god, no, go carry on, Obi. I was say, do you think this will be like an anthology type film, like uh, just one, the one and done? I think it all de- really depends on the reception. I feel like he'll probably do it where it's got an ending which could lead on, but not necessarily need to lead on. I think I think if you're Disney, you're going to try and make a franchise out of anything. You know, yeah. 
if we just look at between the nine films of the Skywalker saga, how much more they've milked it. Um, so yeah, um, ruined it. <laughs> um, and then the last Star Wars related one is, as you alluded to, the Patty Jenkins directed Rogue Squadron, um, which seems to be about a rogue squadron of fighter pilots. Um, which you know she's done well with Wonder Woman. And Wonder Woman 2 is getting good reviews. So sounds like an interesting concept, fighter pilots. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm curious. Um, so I read a thing about um, that, that uh, Disney were planning a, in better commas, female-centric Star Wars film. Is that this? Or is this something completely different? It could well be. Yeah. There's Wait. nothing to say that the fighter pilot has to be male. Mm. Squadron is a star fighter squadron in Star Wars Rebel franchise. Many surviving members of the Red Squadron, the Rebel X-Wing attack force that Luke Skywalker joined during the Battle of Yavin in Star Wars 1977, later joined the Rogue Squadron. So I don't think it's what you just said it was. What female centric? Uh, no, that it, that it might be. But what Glenn was saying, it's you, I thought what, the way you said it, Glenn, it made it sound like they were bad guys. I thought. I didn't get that. Uh, <laughs> I guess okay. rogue, rogue maybe has a kind of, you know, uh, implication of that. Um, so, like you, like one of you said earlier, you know, a lot of this stuff is announced. We might not see it all. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You know, mm. um, the, it, there's a couple of notable omissions from their, you know, announcement. Which one of which is Ryan, John, Ryan Johnson's trilogy that he was that was announced that's, that's, that's a few not years happening. ago. That's not uh, happening. Yeah, and that's it, well. You remember a few years ago they announced that the guys who did um, Game of Thrones were going to have a trilogy, and also Ryan Johnson, who directed The Last Jedi, was going to have his own trilogy of whatever they wanted. Neither of that happening. Yeah, Benioff and Vice, theirs has already been canned, and Ryan Johnson's wasn't announced, so that says a lot. And also, they didn't announce a Boba Fett series, so I'm presumably... glad about that. Well, I think. You know, not saying too much, but I think he's in his right place. <laughs> so I agree with the Ryan Johnson thing. Um, even though I just said, "Oh yeah, it's not going to happen." I actually I appreciate the Last Jedi for what it attempted to do with the Star Wars universe, um, and I actually might, I actually would have, I think I would have liked, and I like Ryan Johnson films in general. Um, I actually wouldn't have minded another Ryan Johnson Star Wars film, just not related to the Skywalkers. Um, not that we're ever going to get it now, but. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a good director. It's just that maybe he wasn't quite the right fit for Star Wars. Yeah. Um, next up on the tweet list is Nat Geo, which what? I mean, National Geographic. Oh right. Yeah. Oh, um, ain't down with your lingo, mate. <laughs> contractions. Um, there's go- there's going to be a, a series about the extraordinary life and immeasurable impact of Martin Luther King. So that would be mm. very interesting. Is this a documentary or is this going to be a... Um... I think it's a reenactment, isn't it? Um, oh, it's not a reenactment, sorry. A, um... I think Dram- it's a dramatised thing. Yeah, I feel like it's dra- a dramatised thing. Okay. Okay. And some shit about whales and bugs. Uh... Whales, a real life bug, a real bug's life, American Beautiful and Welcome to Earth. Yeah, and then continuing with their theme of using the same actors that are in their films, Chris Hemsworth doing some sciencey shit, uh, going how far the human body can go so good on you Chris um, and then Will yeah, Smith like, is also walking 
what he promotes or something. What was that, Chris? I thought, doesn't he have like a um a fitness app? Wait, what's this? Will Smith also walking? It's the sub subtitle. Finish, finish your first thought, Chris. <laughs> uh, um, I was saying, doesn't Chris Smith like have a fitness app? He's like trying to promote as well. And also, wasn't he the same act? Isn't he the same actor who said he wanted to take a break from acting to be with his family? Sure, doing a lot of things, isn't he? <laughs> Maybe he's bored of his family. Mm. Um, Lockdown, isn't it? He's probably been with his family for fucking past yeah. eight months straight. Good point. Yeah. Good point. There's a few. I'm moving on to Disney Plus things, which. Oh, Disney Plus. If you're interested or want to expand upon them, jump in. Otherwise, I will just continue to list them. So there's the Mighty Ducks Game Changers, uh, continues the legacy of Hockey's Finest Fouls. It picks up where the film left off. Uh, Emilia Estevez is returning. I never saw the Mighty Ducks, so I don't know what that means. Yeah, same. I've seen uh, it. It's a decent film. Uh, Basically, they're remaking Turner and Hooch with the guy from... Josh Peck! Woo! Yeah, he used to be a lot bigger in the old series, but... Dragon Josh. He looks great Dragon now. Josh. He looks yeah, fantastic. Chiseled, mate, mate. He's a YouTube vlogger now. Mm. Oh. Uh, so sad. Big Shot, Celebration of Girl Power, set in the world of high school basketball. That sounds right up OB Street. Yeah, I'm on it, mate. Nope, I am not going to be watching that. <laughs> mate, we, di- we diversify our movie and TV series portfolio with different things, mate. <laughs> we're, we're a melting pot of, of, of content. Yes, that- we, all, we all have our specialities, don't we? <laughs> if we pull Ollie and Joe back in a little bit, we might have a few more drips of inf- extra sources, but, you know. Ollie hasn't watched anything outside the Hobbit series for, like, <laughs> ten years now. <laughs> um, it's true. Tony Hale and Kristen Scholl in the Mysterious Benedict Society based on the best-selling book series. Don't know what the book series is about. Um, Hey-ho, they're both comedians or comic actors, so that might be funny. Um, The Kardashian-Jenners are going to do some shit. But but we're no longer keeping up with them, so don't know what that'll be. Uh, So this is about Disney films now. So Hocus Pocus 2. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What have I missed? I swear it's a be- there's a Beauty and a Beast prequel series. It hasn't come up yet. I haven't skipped over it. Okay, okay. I'll let you off then. <laughs> well, I mean, I wouldn't really be bothered about watching that, to be honest. I think that'd be quite interesting. See the Beast at work? Who's it about? Yeah, who's it about? I don't know. They called it. I think they still called it Beauty and the Beast, so I'm a bit, I'm a bit confused, if I'm honest. <laughs> yeah. Have a prequel about two characters that I haven't met yet. Yeah, that sounds boring. But fair enough. <laughs> Would like how the beast became the beast. Yeah. Don't we find that out? What does he say? I'm sure. I think he says in the film. I'd be confused. Does he? Oh, well, then I don't give. I mean, I probably wasn't going to watch it anyway. But anyway, Hocus yeah, Pocus two sequel to the ninety three film. Not seen it. People will be buzzing for that, mate. Oh, yeah. is, it, is the film the old film quite you know well you know thought of? I've not seen it. I don't know. What, what are you talking about now? Hocus Pocus. Oh, yeah, I've seen it. It's all right. Not my jam, but, you know, it's a, it's a watchable film. Uh, in the Continuing the vein of not thinking of anything original, they're going to remake the 1980s comedy Three Men and a Baby, this time with Zac Efron. Hey, I'm in there. That's going to pop off. Do they have any original ideas, or are they just thinking, oh, what do we now own? This is, this mm-hmm. is the time we're in now, Glenn. It's reboots and sequels, man. Uh, um, okay. 
then there's going to be a film about Clemson University football safety. Oh, that's what? already out. Mate, that's already out. I've got a list here. They've got the NBA star Yanis Anti. Hang on, I'm just coming on to it, mate. You're just oh, Stop jumping ahead. Three original movies inspired by the real life stories of Chris Paul, Janice, and. Antetokounmpo. What? Antetokounmpo. Okay. And Keenan Lowe. So they're all basketball stars, aren't they? Yeah. And Janice has just had a very big contract $280 million, which is ridiculous. I'm convinced of this stuff here. Uh, then there's a uh, book. Cynical young comic book fan and her superpowered squirrel sidekick team up with Flora and Ulysses. An original movie. Wow, that sounds. She has a super. Say that again. It's a super squirrel, isn't it? Yeah. Oh no! Yeah, fuck this one. Yeah, no, fuck this one. Don't think think that's targeted us. Yeah. Uh, Basically, cheaper by the dozen. Reimagining from Blackish producer Kenya Barris. It's going to be a racial family, apparently. Yeah, blended family of 12, navigating hectic home life and their family business, Gabrielle Union Stars. Um, I'll actually buy a dozen, the original, well, not the original, I think there's an original, original in it of Cheaper by a Dozen, right? The one from like 2005. Oh, okay. I thought there was one before that. Yeah, there was before that, but I think oh, you're, you were talking, talking about the one, with, the one with the Smallville guy in, yeah? I'm talking about one with, with, yeah, Steve Martin, all them lot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. That's, that's the, yeah, so I like that one. I'm, I'm a fan of both, that one and the sequel, so. Um, not really, didn't really need a, another one of this, but I'll, I'm all for it. I like Kenya Barris's show, so I like Gabrielle Union. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued, but I want to see. I want to see how it goes. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm assuming though they won't do the same storyline. They'll just have. Yeah, I assume there won't be the same storyline, right? Well, I mean, yeah. I don't mind when they reimagine things. You know, having a a cheaper by the dozen, but with a more you know, blended family. That's fine because that will bring about different stories and comedy. Yeah. But when you just redo the same thing, like, what's the point? Um, there's going to be a, an animated diary, the Wimpy Kid film. There's going to be uh, an instalment of the Ice Age franchise featuring long, but, you know, different characters. Wait, when are they going to stop the Ice Age stuff, man? Fuck, you know. I know. But it, Simon Pegg's going to be back. The first film, man. The first film was good and then it just went... Um, animated night at the museum Um, uh, Jungle Cruise with The Rock and Emily Blunt which is basically Jumanji but not I swear Uh, this has been in the production for fucking time yeah this was supposed to come out this year oh shit alright fair enough then it doesn't look it doesn't look it doesn't look great I'm not gonna lie yeah it's just another vehicle for Dwayne Johnson isn't it um Prequel to live-action Lion King in development from Barry Jenkins, director I'm, I'm of in, Moonlight. This. Prequel? This. So this. About... It's about Scar, I think. I think Scar and Mufasa is like growing up, I think. Is it, did you say it's live-action as well? <laughs> yeah, quote-unquote live-action. Yeah, quote-unquote, yeah. <laughs> I'm, look, I'm actually quite looking forward to this one. I think this I'm is interesting. I'm intrigued. They, they've caught my attention with this one. They've caught my attention. I, yes, Obi, I will see it in cinema with you. God, stop it. Stop it. Thank Come you. on. <laughs> Didn't uh, even need to ask. Yeah, mate. There's going to be a live-action Little Mermaid. With yeah. the songs. With the songs, which we all love to hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, not, I've actually never seen Little Mermaid. Mate, I saw it for the first time this year, mate. Good. It was yeah. de- decent. As, a, as an animated film goes, decent, man. Under the Sea is a bit of a banger. Yeah, mm. I like Crab. 
whatever his name is. Sebastian. Sebastian. But I like the fact that they're they're going to keep the characters, they're going to keep the songs, and they said they're going to add more songs. So That's ooh, what I feel mean, yeah. the way they should have gone, because like, what's the film that they took out all the songs and they changed it? Oh, I mean, I haven't seen it. I, I do and plan... Jungle Book. Yeah, I do plan to watch yeah, Jungle Book as well, actually. They should have definitely kept the thing in there. They're trying to do more. I feel like they're trying to be more serious, and that's not what people give a shit about. But they do, but they don't. I feel like they like think, people like the music, don't they? So I think it's different with uh, Mulan and Jungle Book. I think Mulan they're trying to stay true to the legend, and I'm assuming Jungle Book are trying to stay true to the book. Uh, yeah, yeah. Whereas obviously, is. like Little Mermaid, like I don't know if it's a Little Mermaid book or not, but you know, well, it's, <laughs> I imagine it's, um, there's a like a what do they call it? A Brothers Grimm story about The Little Mermaid and then Disney sort of Disney. I'm surprised with this Star uh, Star and Hulu and whatever whatever branch they whatever speak English Chris uh, whatever what other still can't do it. I'm surprised <laughs> Take a Brothers breath. Brothers Grimm adaptation of their films. I'm surprised they haven't done that. Like a true adaptation. Well, wasn't there that series called Grimm? What the one where the guy hunts monsters? I don't know. I never saw it, but he, I thought... he has the vision to see these monsters and he hunts them down. I think. Okay. Um, just going on. There's a live, a hybrid live action animated Chip and Dale. Right, you definitely. What the fuck? Hang on. You've what? definitely written them in a different order to what they've tweeted what? it. Where's this Chip and Dale? I don't they know what that is. The Disney stuff and then the stuff it's you got, It's got Andy Samberg and John Mulaney, so they're both funny people. Where is it, though? Then there's going to be a live-action retelling of Pinocchio starring Tom Hanks, directed by Robert Zemeckis. There you go. That's, now we're back on track. Yeah, yeah, we were just, now we're back on track. <laughs> we're not following your, your thing, Chris. <laughs> I'm following <laughs> what Disney tweets. <laughs> I've watched the Disney thing before this thing. I'm following yeah, that. Joe. Yeah, Joker. <laughs> well, I posted the Twitter thread in WhatsApp. Don't um, um, so, yeah, back I mean, to Pinocchio. Tom we Hanks, talking Robert about, Zemeckis yeah. teaming up again. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah, we were talking about when we were talking about last week uh, what we thought the next live action remake was going to be. Mm. I suppose this is this is it. I guess I'm not. I'm, I don't think I've seen Pinocchio the whole, whole way through either. To be fair, so I'm not super bothered about it. To be honest, but Tom Hanks, really, love Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks will play Geppetto, I presume. Yeah. yeah. Why did you post it in the WhatsApp? Oh, it's not bloody. Oh. And then uh, there's going to be a live-action Peter Pan and Wendy with uh, Jude Law as Captain Hook. So. Big Yara Shahidi is in it as well. Right. What else is she? Have She's in, in Blackish and Grownish. Oh, okay. Oh, I think they mentioned that in the mentioned about her playing it um so yeah you know they're just doing all live action versions of their classic animations at Uh, this point is there anyone that you guys can think of that they haven't got plans for like a classic is hercules disney bambi i don't know yeah can you imagine live action bambi With, There's with, like no talking at with all. Vin Diesel was starring as Bambi. Diesel. <laughs> I am I, Bambi. I am Bambi. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that, 
Isn't there? A, isn't there like a um, uh, SN, is it SNL? Is that the, the TV net show? Yeah, Saturday Night Live. Yeah. yeah. Isn't there like a, a Dwayne Johnson like dresses up as like a bunny rabbit or something because a superhero character or a squirrel or something. They just yeah. yeah. Moving on. Um, sequel to Dis- uh, sequel to Enchanted called Disenchanted. Amy Adams returning. Never saw Enchanted. Um, Sister Act 3, Whoopi Goldberg Wait. returning. Tyler Perry producing. Will premiere on Disney+. Plus. Jeez, I'm in this one. I love Sister Act. I've not seen them, but... Oh, mate, they're bang. Maybe I will. Are they on Disney+, Plus? the older ones? Yeah, they are, yeah. Okay. Um, so that concludes that section. Any well, notable omissions, Chris? I don't I mean, think I mentioned... I can't see this list. I've just clicked on the link and I don't know what list you're following. But well, the link would Twitter start thread. at the bottom. So. Yeah, yeah, I'm on that and you took me to a Twitter feed, right? Yeah, it should be yeah. Disney's Twitter feed and it it's the last tweet in that thread. So you have to go up to the top. So the Jeez. next... Well, the next... I think, unless you're going to see it coming up, I think you've missed four things. Go on. And I think you've missed Cre- Cre- Cruella. Cre- Cruella. Like from the Dalmatians, her, mm. her early days. I think that's a film or TV series. Okay. Yeah, I think Emma Stone's in that one. And then, and, and I feel like you are going to say this one, or I missed her, missed missed you saying it. But Raya and the Last Dragon. That's literally next. So the okay. next bit is Disney Animation Studios. So that's going to be the next section. Okay. Well, then two that you, I think you did miss then was Swiss Family Robinson. Unless you said it and I didn't hear it. No. And I don't know what that is, but I, I haven't like remakes. I, I haven't I've seen it. I haven't missed any of these. They just haven't been put in the Twitter thread. So yeah, that's what I mean. Sorry. And then another <laughs> one was Jackson and the Olympians. So I assume that's Percy Jackson three. No, okay. it's a it's a reboot series. Shut up. Yeah, it's a reboot. Yeah, TV series. I think. For fuck's sake! I just want to watch the third fucking film. <laughs> did you did you like that series of films then? I think. Quite- first one and i wanted to know what happened in the third one because i swear it ended on a cliffhanger in the second one um so yeah disney animation there's raya and the last raya and the last dragon um don't really know what it's about but it's an animation so, the trailer's good what's the trailer um there's a magical mythical self-deprecating dragon named sisu okay Mm. And then there's animated series about Baymax, which is from Big Hero 6. Um, the series based on Zootopia, which they've uh, called Zootopia Plus. Oh, yeah. um, a series about Moana and one about Tiana, which I think is from The Princess and the Frog. Yeah, it is. But Moana series isn't coming out till 2023, so. Oh, bloody hell. Well. I mean, I'd watch the Baymax one and maybe the Zootopia one, but the other two. It depends if the Baymax one is a cartoon or an animation. If it's animated like the film, then I'll watch it. If it's a cartoon, then I probably won't. Yeah, yeah I get your point. Yeah. I like the style of the film. Yeah. I've not seen any of these, you know. I need to. Right. I need to watch, Big Hero, watch Big Hero 6. That's a banger, yeah. mate. A banger. Yeah. You've not seen Moana or Zootopia? Oh, I haven't, you know. You know, uh, 
Mate, that's a banger as well. Zootopia is actually a banger as well. They're all yeah. bangers. Good film. You should watch them. They're all on Disney Plus, mate. What are you doing with your time? Yeah, I know, I know. Uh, next one will be a uh, good one. First of its kind collaboration, Disney and Pan-African entertainment company yeah. Kigali will team up to create an all-new science fiction series uh, in 2022 called Iwaju. Yeah, I think that's um, so, I mean, yeah, this is kind of co- continuing the, um, what's the term? Afrofuturism from Black Panther. You know, it's, I'm not, you know, in terms of Afrofuturism, there's a thematic, you know, thing there. So that, that would it, be interesting. From the picture they present, it does kind of look like a Black Panther-esque like, series or film, sorry. So, yeah, I I'm all for this. I think it would be good. And it's really good to see them, you know, producing or investing in content from different cultures and different artists. So mm. that's good. And then similarly with the next one called Encanto, which is uh, an animation set in Colombia um, with music by Lynn manuel Miranda. So I'm looking forward to this one. Yeah, this? I, I mean, I don't know much about Colombia. So magic, magical beings or something in it? Um, yeah, yeah, but so, it's in Colombia, so I imagine the music's going to be banging. Oh, I don't. Not, like, it'll be Shakira, wouldn't it? She's Colombian. Yeah. <laughs> Never really knew you could dance like this. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll be up, way up for watching that. I really, you know, I liked how they did Coco. So continuing yep. the Latin trend. Um, you know, I think Pixar are doing quite well in terms of like branching out into different different cultures. Yeah. Yeah, they do Coco. They're obviously doing this. I think Soul is going to be like quite like a jazzy type of thing. And I think when I when I saw this, I was like, oh, they're doing a film about Colombia. But you know, to me, I guess somewhat, you know, um, productively, I sort of sort of combine Latin culture into one. Mm. So I'd be really interested to see, you know, what kind of Colombian music and culture is is portrayed through this film because you know apart from the kind of uh negative connotations that come with the country i don't know much about it yeah same same i'm looking forward to it and next is going to be pixar um which you know soul you said that's premiering in in christmas day um uh what else is watching that one a few shorts, a few shorts. Right. Wait, 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 what do you Pixar? Yeah. You not got a lot for it? Because I've only I've only got There's not much. I mean a lot of it is about six. short films. I've got there's, six for it. There's a series about Lightning McQueen. Yeah. Cars. Um You said they were gonna bring out another cars pig the other day as well. That's so funny. It's 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 Lightning McQueen and Mater, which is coming out in twenty twenty two, which is a car series. Then you've got an up kind of sequel called Dog Doug, which is a series about the dog from Up. Yeah. Then you've got Luca, which is about a boy who is a sea monster. A uh, boy named Luca and his best friend Alberto during their unforgettable summer. Yeah, and I think... That, that, is that a film? It's a, yeah, film. Yeah. Film. But I think one of them is a sea monster. And then there's a series called Win or Lose. Yep. Follows a middle, mid, middle school softball team in the week leading up to their championship game. Told yeah. from 
each episode is from the perspective of a different character. So that's quite interesting. That sounds good. Yeah. yeah. Pixar's first original long form animated series. So that's. Mm. Cool. Oh, it's animated as well. Yeah. All oh, right. I suppose and then there's one called Turning Red, which is uh, a, <laughs> a teen called May experiences the awkwardness of being a teenager, but when she gets too excited, she transforms into a giant red panda. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> not, not selling me on that one, Pixar. Yeah. Um, and then probably one of the more surprising ones, uh, Lightyear, the definitive story of the original Buzz Lightyear, voiced by Chris Evans. So I, so I read because there's a there was a lot of criticism on this that uh, they haven't got is it Tim Allen back for yeah Buzz Lightyear. But I was watching a video earlier and the guy was saying it's not it's not based on the Buzz Lightyear that we've come to know and love. It's based on the original Buzz Lightyear. So like as if. Buzz Lightyear was a real person, per se, kind of thing. Right. Yeah. And, the, and the toy, and the, so the buzz we've seen is a toy based off the beloved Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. I'll, I'll watch this, Teresa. Uh, mate, what's the point, mate? The original series was way better. I think I've got the whole thing on the DVD box set. <laughs> you know, we haven't seen anything yet. How do you know it's better? <laughs> mate, the original series was sick, mate. What, Toy Story? Oh, no, mate. The Buzz Lightyear TV series. That's the Buzz series, mate. Oh, yeah. did I buy it from the shop? I must have done. That was when things were like, on, on Disney, they would have like, so they had this, they had like the Timon and Pumbaa series, and it was just like, they had like, they were kind of like related to the film franchises. Wait, that series was really. That series yeah. was sick. Mate, I don't All think I've found the series instead. Oh, shit. I mean, I will watch this Lightyear film, but I was a bit like, uh, what's that? That's a film. Yeah. I think it's a good, I think the premise is good if they're going to do something Toy Story related. Yeah. Yeah. Series. But I don't know. I feel like, I feel like you might miss Tim Allen's voice, even if it's a technically a different character. But I, I heard that Tim Allen's been saying a bit of a madness in the public and that's why they didn't get him to do it. I don't know what he said. That's probably, the, that's probably the actual reason, isn't it? Yeah. I've not seen anything, but then again, I'm not keeping my ear to the ground. Sure. Um, so the next section is Marvel. Is there anything I've missed, Chris? Oh, at this point, it doesn't really matter, does it? We've said so much. <laughs> um, yeah. Any major the, ones uh, that you? There's, there was some. I I don't know if this will be coming later, but I saw there was a lot of things about small like projects. Like so, there was a. There was a thing about Buzz Lightyear, Jack Jack from Incredibles, Cars, Day and Life. I think it's Saint Dory, Finding Dory, Ducky and Bunny, and Soul of the City. There's, I think they're mini series or something. Okay. But do I don't know if that'll come any more Dory content. I don't think we need any more Dory, do we? I think it's for kids, though. I think it was like it's a kids orientated thing. Fair enough. I mean, you know. If you've watched any like um, TV shows aimed at young kids, you can put anything in front of them, and as long as it's colourful, they will watch it. Um, but to start us off with the Marvel-related stuff, have you seen the new trailer for WandaVision? I have. I have. The soundtrack by Daydream Believer. Um, I watched it today. I was a bit like, I still don't really know 
like what what this series would be about. I mean, clearly there's, you know, she's creating realities, but there's there's certain characters in it that they they sort of are like. I don't know whether they can see it or, you know, is it like a real life setting and Wanda's just. So I don't. I don't. Messing I, stuff up. I think Wanda's being controlled by someone else. Okay. I, the, the vibe I got from it was that maybe she's just having like a psychotic breakdown <laughs> and well, people are trying to snap her out of it. Well, I thought that. And then, and then one of the characters says, are you here to help us? Right. So it made me think that they were already trapped and she's kind of trapped with them. Mm. Maybe like a Truman Show type vibe. Possibly. Yeah. 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 That, it, um, how, what do you guys, are you guys excited for this? Or no? I'm excited for it in the sense that it's the first Disney plus Marvel show and that it will eventually lead into Doctor Strange 2. Um, no, the, is it going to lead into or is it just connected to? Well, I suppose it's one of the same, isn't it? Really? Apples yeah. and oranges, isn't it? Yeah, same thing. Apples and um, the trailers haven't really excited me too much. It looks visually pretty cool, but. Wanda and Vision aren't two characters that I was like desperate to see more of. Um, yeah, but you do see at the end of this trailer the Mind Stone again. So that was intriguing. I don't know. I mean, the first two episodes come out on January 15th. So that'll be interesting to see how they are. Do we know how long these episodes are going to be? Don't think they said. I'm aware. No. But- I, I, I actually would would I like I would like to divulge into her powers and her past maybe, but vision I just don't give a shit about. I couldn't give a monkey's about either of these two. However, um again I'm same as you. I think I'm excited for excuse me, this world that we're going to obviously the start of phase four, so the world we're kind of getting ourselves into. So I have high hopes for it because obviously, you know, Marvel Marvel's Marvel, isn't it? So Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I think we saw. I'm pretty sure um, Monica Rambo is in the yes this, tra- this trail. Is that an right? old, an older version that we saw in Captain Marvel. Yes, she's in this. Yeah, um, so the Rambo. There's, in... there's a lot of casting news in the updates coming up because I'm pretty yeah. sure she's in one of the other films as well, isn't she? Yeah, so she's in Captain Marvel too. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, yeah. Let's go through them. So then the next tweet is about Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. I didn't realise it was in the Multiverse of Madness. So I thought it was Amber. Yeah, this is in. So I don't know if they've changed it or we just missed it. But um, stars Benedict Cumberbatch, Elizabeth Olsen, Benedict Wong, Rachel McAdams, which surprised me because she got absolutely nothing to do in the first film. Um, <laughs> so maybe she has been given a bit more to do. Um, Chiwetel Ejiofor and... Chiti Gomez as America Chavez, which is uh, I don't know what that character does, but that sounds like a very her first name sounds like a very indigenous Mexican type name. So that's interesting. Directed by Sam Raimi, who uh, obviously did the original Spider-Man trilogy. Um, the film ties to WandaVision and the next Spider-Man film. So yep. exciting um, stuff. Yeah, I'm very much looking forward to this. Um, I wasn't a huge fan of the first Doctor Strange. I'm surprised it's taken him five years or how? No, it'll be when's it coming out? 2022. 
Uh, yeah, March 25th, 2020. I'm surprised it's taken six years for him to get a sequel um, when Spider-Man's going to have three films out in that space of time. But, yeah, but um, I, I wonder if... It's dependent on what people really want to see because I assume people don't really give a shit about Doctor Strange but everyone wants to see a Spider-Man. I also think, and this leads into wider conversations about all the films that they're releasing to me this very much feels like each film now is about setting something up for the future of the entire universe whereas the first couple of phases it very you know an iron man film was basically an iron man film until maybe civil war when all the films started becoming just mini avengers films so obviously you've got doctor strange scarlet witch um america chavez in the, at least in multi in Doctor Strange two, you know we'll come on to the other characters that are going to be in the other films later on, but they don't feel to me anymore like just individual superhero films about one character. Like all the films seem to have like two or three. Yeah. Which, yeah. I don't know. I was say I don't know how I feel about that. I th- I'm I'm quite positive maybe because they're all quite unknown characters, whereas obviously. You know, they had the time to do three Iron Man films, two of Captain America's, you know, build up to it. If, I wonder if... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go on, um, so I was just going to say, I wonder if... Um, so one of the criticisms I think that people had of Infinity War, even though it's not a valid criticism in my eyes, was that when you watch... If you go in blind watching that film, you won't know what's going on. Um, yeah, but that's fair stupid. Like, why, why the fuck are you doing that? Well, yeah, but my lead up to my point is this. So, like, I'm wondering if... So, going on from, from what you were just saying, Glenn, about everything leading up to a bigger thing in the universe, I'm wondering if now I was to watch... Would it make sense? Could I watch Doctor Strange 1 and Doctor Strange 2 and that makes sense in the wider... Like, could I watch those two films and be like, okay, these two are two cohesive films um, that are consistent with each other? Or will it be, oh, this is just a film that I need to watch because it sets up blah 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 yeah i think it's probably more of the latter i think if shirito edgy 4 is going to be in it then presumably you know there will be a tie from the first film but you, yeah with all the other characters i think they're now setting it as if you if you've missed even one of the series you'll be fucked yeah. <laughs> you know which is clever on their part um because yeah everything's so intertwined now and it sort of feels like to me maybe they've got like a big plot point that they want to to cover and then they sort of just so they're like we're going to introduce the multiverse how are we going to do this oh well how about we do a series about wanda and then we do a film about doctor strange and then we do a film about spider-man but they could have easily chosen you know a different set of characters to introduce this to you know so to me it now sort of feels like the story is the four the most important thing and then they're just fitting characters together to make to make it low which again is maybe not a bad thing. Um, is, is, do you not think it's because I, I think I do agree with you, but I think sometimes they do it to like um, almost give it like more depth. Because like I feel like right now, if you take Doctor Strange as is, he's probably like one of the most powerful beings that we have seen. And I feel like if you then put Wonder Vision with Wonder with him. You don't. Then, if you see a comparison and see her stronger, then you might think, oh, maybe he's not as strong as what he was, and she's really, really strong, and like maybe do a power balance. That's why they add the characters into the film. 
Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. I don't <laughs> think you need a um, a Doctor Strange film to do that. I think you could do that in just any team up film. True. Because it's all just been Spider Man film. So, so hypothetically, they could have all just been in the Spider Man film. So yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. everyone and their fucking uncles in the Spider-Man film, so you might as well... <laughs> These films are going to be three hours and a half at least. <laughs> Literally. Um, so, what do you like I to mean, expect from this film, out of curiosity? I expect a lot of crazy visuals. Mate, I'm expecting that this, this to be so good that they decide to make Spider-Man 4 two versions, one with Tom Hopkins, <laughs> one No, with... not Spider-Man, not Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> it's Doctor Strange. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, oh. I think... I just think with a lot of these films, you're going to have to rewatch them because you're going to miss so much. Mm. Um, and you're going to probably then go rewatch WandaVision and be like, oh, that's where it, like, you know. Mm. But yeah. Um, next series is we've got a trailer for Falcon and Winter Soldier. Looks pretty cool. Um, I'm, I'm not as. Oh, do not, the trailer didn't quite do it for me. Why not? I was, I don't know, I was really hyped about this series and the trailer was just a bit... It was alright. I don't know if these two have chemistry. Not enough to lead a whole series. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. Like, I feel like these two... These two and the Chris Evans in between them, perfect. But I don't know if these... These are two... These are two side characters, in my opinion. I don't know if either of them are leading men. Um, and I assume it's going to be like a buddy cop sort of thing. But I'm, so I'm curious to see if they've got the chemistry to pull it off. I'm not sure. Isn't isn't this why it's only six episodes long though? Oh, it's only okay. Yeah, meant to be a film. It's meant to be a film divided into six parts. That's what I think. That's how they described it. The over six episodes. Okay. I mean, they've got Zemo back, and they're also introducing um, what's his name, American agent or something. Yeah, Agent America. Which I mean, again, who the fuck Um, is that? Have you all seen the trailer? Yeah. Who's yeah. the person? So there's a person who puts on like a mask, like a blue yeah. mask with like red on it. What? Who's that? I don't know. But to me, she looks like the person who was in Rogue One. Just from the fleeting image I saw. But I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm so, curious. But, but, I'm, um, not, I'm not really sure where this is going to fit in with the rest of the narrative. It doesn't feel multiversey to me. It feels very much on the ground, you know. Kind yeah, of but you need everything. Multiversity. Yeah, no, I'm you know I'm kind of glad that there's different sort of. I, guess, I think, styles I, think going. I think this is just fan service. I think this is this is to redeem Bucky from the past two films of being shy. This is to give Falcon his opportunity as half a Captain America because he hasn't taken on the mantle has he? And it's kind of like I feel like a. Uh, for comic book fans, isn't it? Because in the comics, he becomes Captain America for a brief period of time. So, I think it's Do we just... think... Sorry, Chris, okay, finish for. That's it, that's it, that's it. Um, so, uh, shit, what was I going to say? I want to say two things, but I can only remember one. Um, do you think by the end of this series, um, one of them is officially Captain America, or do you think that they both just... They're just their separate characters and... I think both separate characters. Yeah. Then, then that kind of takes away the emotional weight of uh, Captain America giving Sam the shield if he decides, decides to reject it. I, think I feel, feel like it might show that 
the amount of work that Chris Evans' Captain America did has mm. to be divided into two people because mm. neither are superhuman. I mean, Bucky should be superhuman, but... I was going to say, is Bucky not, is Bucky not super, superhuman? Well, I don't know. He kind of got... I mean... Yeah, he's, you, he's, the, he's the Winter Soldier. If you, if you compare Bucky from Winter Soldier to Infinity War... There's a bit of a scale imbalance there, isn't yeah, there? Yeah, it's night. It's night and day, to be fair. Yeah. 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 I, I just, I, I really want this series to be good, um, and I, I think, I feel like it's gonna be, it's like Glenn said, it's gonna be like a different sort of theme, different sort of genre, different sort of vibe to the rest of the shows. In the same way that kind of like, um, what's it called? Yeah, Frank Castle. What's his Punisher? Punisher. That their show was, his show was kind of different to the other shows um, but mm. in the same universe I feel like this is kind of going, kind of going to be that sort of vibe obviously not as gritty and bloody and sweary and whatnot but <laughs> you know yeah, yeah. I'm, look, I'm looking forward to it but just not as much as I the, the trailer didn't get me hyped unlike I feel like the next one we're going to mention okay uh, and by the next one do you mean Loki? I do mean Loki okay so Loki uh, it's I mean presumably a different timeline because the beginning of the trailer is essentially uh, what happens to him in Endgame uh, he is talk, uh, you know, meets Owen Wilson's character who is apparently called Mobius um, and they go to the TVA which basically yeah. I think he is number five from the Umbrella Academy yeah yeah it's the time it's the time variance authority isn't it yeah so it's the Umbrella I'm, Academy never looked it up yeah um, but, um, sorry can I continue sorry I was going to say, and then he does some, you know, shenanigans, fights some people, yeah. don't really know who they are, and then he gets zapped up by the Bifrost. So, do you really think this is a limited series that by the end of it, he's back into Thor, Love and Thunder? I think there's going to be a season two. I think it's already been commissioned for a season two. Yeah. Am I right? No, I, think, I think from what I saw, it's a crime thriller, and he mentioned his brother and Heimdall. So, I feel like he's going to spin off into his own world of... Um, Whatever the place that he lives in is called. Asgard. 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 So we don't even know that that's the end. That could be episode one for, for all we know. Yeah. You know? Like, um, the thing is, like, I don't know about you guys yet, but I was not excited about this series whatsoever. I thought Loki been a really good character, died really emotionally, really well in uh, Infinity War. Didn't need to bring him back. But the trailer got me so fucking hyped and I don't even know what the fuck is going on or what, or what, what were you so hyped about it I think it was just it was the eeriness of it and like the way um, so when he first uh, uses the stone and goes to the whatever desert planet and it's just silent and then the music starts playing and it's proper creepy and then Owen Wilson's character who I didn't know was Owen Wilson until afterwards and he <laughs> was um, uh, he was like, "Oh, have you, brought, have you brought me here to kill me and stuff like that?" And then uh, the way he was speaking to him that like, was so ambiguous. And then they cut to like, um, uh, like that woman um, in front of the statues, the time statues. I'm assuming that's Kang. I think it's Kang. Um, the statues of Kang. And then Kang he's cut the... into like, go on, Chris. Sorry. What did you say, Kang the Destroyer? Yeah, I think. Isn't yeah, Kang I think the two statues of him. Oh, yeah. Conqueror, Conqueror, that's the Conqueror. Conqueror. Yeah, that's the one. Um, and it was just cut into, I'm assuming, different time periods. And there was just bare stuff going on, and I just know it's got me proper excited to watch it. Like, and I wasn't ex- maybe it's because I wasn't expecting to be to to be interested in it. That's why I was so interested. I don't know. Yeah, with a lot of these, you sort of like it looks cool, but I have no idea what's going on. Literally, 
Which, I'm assuming he's the... taking them on mission. Like he's getting, he's ma- he's being. Ma- I'm assuming he's going to be made to work for the time, variance authority to kind of like pay off his debt because technically they're going to be like, oh, you should be dead, kind of thing. Mm. I mean, it does beg the qu- two questions. This one, well, well, actually, first of all, I want to say I also agree with Obi. Like, I was kind of interested in this series, and then I saw the trailer, and for some reason, I think the amb- amb- ambiguity of it all has pulled me in. I want to see it. But it does beg the question, why the TVA did not step in in Infinity War? <laughs> great question. That's yeah. a great question. You know what I, mean? I, I think the more they do these series, there's going to be so many plot holes of like, why didn't that happen earlier? It's like when they bring out Fantastic Four. Why wasn't Mr. Fantastic not fucking involved? But yeah. I suppose the consequence of Doctor Strange, Division, and Spider-Man may nullify all of the pre-existing uh yeah i think they can they can get they can sort of deus ex machina it by going oh it's a multiverse yeah yeah i think different um, timelines i think um i'm assuming that if kang is in this that'll i'm assuming it'll maybe because isn't he supposed to be the he's either going to be the big bad or he's the baddie of um ant-man yeah yeah he's he's in that he's in that man yeah yeah is it jonathan majors jonathan major yeah yeah Major, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not, to be fair, it might be majors. I'm not entirely sure about that. Um, just the last thing is that I, someone told me, not that, oh, actually, you know what? I'm not going to bother saying it because I don't know the person's name that I'm going to talk about. So ignore okay. me. Um, well, the next trailer, we got a little glimpse of What If, which is an animated series, basically just, posing. Yeah, it looks sick. It's like, what if T'Challa was picked up by the Guardians of the Galaxy? What if Doctor Strange has an evil alter ego? You know, it's cool. I mean, literally as it is, what if this happened? Yeah. So I'm all for it. The I'm animation all... style looks cool. Um, yeah. Things with, with this, you could do any. You could do anything. Yeah, literally. You could do anything. I think I'm. I'm well into. I'm well up for this. Yeah. Yeah. As long as the storytelling is good, I'm game. Yeah. Then uh, there was the announcement of Iman Vellani as Kamala Khan, aka Ms. Marvel who I didn't realise, but is quite a new comic character and seems to have been inspired, um, as at least the character's alter ego was inspired by Captain Marvel. Um, mm. And uh, that character, as well as being in a Disney Plus series, will also be in Captain Marvel 2, um, along with Brie Larson, um, Monica Rambeau, um, who's played by Tayona Paris, and will be directed by Nia DaCosta, who was doing the Candyman film, which never came out this year? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, what do we think about that? You know, again, you're you're getting kind of Captain Marvel, Ms. Marvel, and Monica Rambeau. You know, lots of characters now coming into these films. I imagine this series. This if, just to quickly roll it back to Ms. Marvel. I imagine this will be like the the more PG-ish version show of the ones that we're going to see. Um, the one that is probably a bit more family friendly, maybe a bit bit funnier. Um, so I'm all for that. You know, it's good to have different different tones and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, like everything doesn't need to be the same. Captain yeah. Marvel two. I'm assuming because I was afraid that they were going to do another one that was set before the time we're in. So I'm assuming because Monica Rambeau is an adult, that they're not going to do that. So I'm I'm happy about that. I'm yeah, hoping. it will it will be it must be set at the same time as WandaVision, presumably. Yeah. Well, I was going to say. Isn't um, Cassie Lang in in 
Ant-Man much older in Infinity War because the time jump. So wouldn't Monica Rambeau also have had that time jump? Yeah, so she'll be yeah, she'll be in her thirties. Unless she got blipped. But my, I was just so I was just hoping that I thought they were going to do another pre kind of like prequel kind of thing. So I'm glad they're doing it in present time. Yeah, because there there is always that question, which I think they even say in one of the films, either Infinity War or Endgame. Like, where was Captain Marvel all this time? (laughs) If she's so powerful, where has she been? And she's like, oh, I was off Earth, you know. Like, I thought, yeah, maybe we'd explore that. But I think maybe they're just sort of accelerating all of these plans that they're not. um, I I would imagine that they're keen to embed her in the in the Avengers now as well because she's super powerful. So she's probably like she's probably one of the candidates to be like like the de facto leader of the Avengers kind of thing. So I oh. imagine we want to get her into into this um, into the fold and like make the audience like her because uh, I think a lot of people I think Captain Marvel was a bit divisive um, in terms of people who liked her and liked her character and uh, her power scale. And Do you know what? Didn't. I, I feel like I hated on her because of because of the actress, but I actually, do you know what? It probably isn't even that bad of a film. It's actually I, not. I don't think it's a bad right. film. It's a bit dry. I think it's alright. I think it just come out at the wrong time. Yeah, and I feel like her power scale is a real big factor here. But I don't care about, I don't care about that. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I feel like what you need to have a villain that's strong enough or smart enough to beat her. Otherwise, she can just zap them or whatever. But again, like the issue I had with um, End no Endgame was that the power scaling wasn't the same from Endgame as it was from Infinity War or Captain Marvel, because in Captain Marvel. No, in Infinity War, they had a good battle against. Paul had a good battle against Thanos, and was actually doing some somewhat of winning. And then, yet when they battled him in Endgame, he was just absolutely creaming them all. So in Endgame, Thor had been out of the game for five years. He got him fat and lazy and depressed. So true. But Captain Marvel also had an issue fighting him. It's basically Eden Hazard at Chelsea and then Eden Hazard at Real Madrid. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's what Thor was. Um, There's some tweets about just casting for Shang-Chi and also the Eternals. Uh, The Eternals, you know, a lot of this we already know about. I haven't got a trailer for either of them yet. Sorry. I know. Um, But I think filming's probably been disrupted because of COVID. I thought they were finished. (laughs) But um, there's a Game of Thrones reunion for Richard Madden and Kit Harington. Yeah, Shang-Chi's wrapped. Shang-Chi's done. Okay. I'm curious if, um, I think I I mentioned this a while ago, I'm curious if Shang-Chi references Iron Man 1 at all, because they do mention Shang-Chi in in the first Iron Man. Well, doesn't the Mandarin make an appearance in Shang-Chi, and he was one of the fake characters in Iron Man 3? Yeah, maybe. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool, Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh. Then there's also the Hawkeye series, which the only information we've got is that Haley Steinfeld's playing Kate Bishop, um, who's his protege, and then Vera Farmiga is going to be in it, and Alakwa Cox as Maya Lopez. I don't who's know who that is. Get a chance to look it up. Um. Do you guys care about this series? I don't. Not really. Yeah, I don't give a shit, but fuck it. <laughs> Content, <laughs> Content. Um, the next, the next one was probably one of the more surprising ones for me, with regards to who's going to be in it. But um, She-Hulk with Tatiana Maslany, um, who was in Orphan Black, she will play Jennifer Walters, aka She-Hulk. 
Tim Roth is returning as uh, returning as Abomination, um, and Mark Ruffalo will appear as Hulk. So, I mean, also, also other superheroes may may appear in the series. They said because she's a lawyer for superheroes, isn't she? Okay, I don't know much about the. Yeah, character. I like. I like that concept of it, the whole being a lawyer for superheroes thing. I think that could be pretty funny or interesting. Is it? Uh, do we know what type of like genre this is going to be? No, uh, oh, I don't. Working pro, even though, mm, no, I didn't say. As far as my notes go, I did not expect okay. to ever see Tim Roth back in the MCU though. I thought he died. Did he not die? Yeah, Hulk killed Abomination. Yeah. I mean, the fact that they're actually acknowledging that the Incredible Hulk film is part of the MCU is quite a big thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Second film, on it? What's that? It's the second film, yeah. It's the second film, yeah. I know, but they've not really made reference to it since, have they? I mean, they've recast Hulk and, you know. Wouldn't yeah. it be funny, oh, I doubt they'll do this, but if in the Multiverse Madness thing they brought back... Um... Edward Norton. Yeah, wouldn't that be funny? And Eric Banner. That would be yeah. That'd be hilarious. But, um, yeah, yeah. I'm, to be fair, this series, I think, I don't obviously, I don't really know anything about it, but I feel like I think I'm gonna like it. Um, um, just by just the premise, I think is pretty cool. As I said, Tim Roth's gonna be back. I like Tim Roth as an actor, um, so I'm glad he's gonna be in it. And they said Mark Ruffalo might make an appearance mm-hmm. or two. So yeah, yeah, man. This is an interesting way of getting around the fact that they can't have Hulk or presumably, you know, in his own film that's not distributed by I think it's Universal so they're oh, like hey we'll make it a TV series that's a way to get around it I didn't even talk that is that still a thing they, still, they haven't brought the rights to Hulk surely they have now as, as far as I understood it they weren't allowed to do a Hulk solo film without it being released by whoever released the Incredible Hulk which I think was Universal and sure. therefore the characters in those films can only appear as like side characters, hence why Hulk has always just been in the Avengers films or kind of four. So the fact that they're bringing Abomination back to me says that this is a loophole. But mm. I might be completely wrong. I could be spitballing, but fair enough. I feel like this is going to be a funny, serious series. Yeah, I think so. They 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 state by saying she's a green six foot something character, so. Like she's gonna be quite daunting to everyone, and she's trying to become a lawyer, or she is a lawyer. So, yeah. Potential for Daredevil, if there's lawyers and. But isn't Daredevil in Spider-Man? That's what they're saying. Allegedly, yeah. That's what saying, yeah. Um. Oh, then there's just a one-liner about Moon Knight, who's a complex vigilante. I think Oscar Isaac's been rumored to play Moon Knight. I think Knight. it's confirmed. I don't know. I think, I think it's confirmed. Oh, didn't it's say like, it there, but is it going to be done by Indiana Jones director? Oh no, it's Indiana Jones like film. They said, I think. Isn't it? Isn't he like um? Yeah, he's doing like a architect. An yeah, and he's like got schizophrenia, schizophrenia or it's something like that. Dissociate disorder. Dissociate. I don't. I don't know what the word is. I can't say it. And then this one, uh, I've heard of the plot line before, but I don't really know too much. Samuel Jackson and Ben Mendelsohn are back as Nick Fury and the Skrull Talos in Secret Invasion. So presumably this is sort of after, was it the end credits scene, post credit scene of um, Far From Home, where yeah. they just cotch in on the ship 
So isn't Secret Invasion about the Krolls infiltrating humanity? Scrolls. Yeah, Scrolls infiltrating yeah. humanity, yeah. Yeah, I suppose, but I think when I saw this with Joe, this is what he thought, this is what he assumed that they were leading into. I thought this was, I didn't think it, they would make it into a series, but yeah. So is it a I little think... bit anticlimactic that they made it a series? Maybe a bit like Inhumans, it was like, yeah, we'll just put it a series. Um, I think if done well, then it doesn't really matter what, because like we say, like we've watched Mandalorian, it looks like it's on a film budget. So, you know, I don't mind it being in a longer format if they could, they want to flesh a few thing, more things out. Um, I suppose where, where we're left off, kind of, I suppose, is to believe that the scrolls aren't actually that all that bad. They're actually all right. So yeah, I'm curious to see now how they're assuming going to flip it to them being evil. Um, Do you know, I'd love to be in that marble boardroom to see how many years in advance they have actually thought about this because mm. in my right now i feel like they had a bigger plan for the scrolls then they've just decided you know what it might not take very well so we're going to just bung it into a tv series maybe maybe yeah i think they always try and plan very far ahead but then as we saw within humans and stuff it doesn't always work out to plan, yeah yeah but i'm i'm looking forward to this series this is um Another one that I think has got potential to be really good. If they, especially if they like, just let Samuel Jackson be Samuel Jackson. Do you know what I mean? And then everyone else follow his lead. And even Ben Mendelsohn was really good as well. He's one of the bright spots of Captain Marvel, I think. Then mm-hmm. there's also going to be a series about Ironheart, Riri Williams. Um, Bad I'm really Girl surprised Riri. Been, I'm surprised they're, they're bringing this in so so quickly because I think I feel like this is Chris. You might be. You might know. I feel like this is quite a relatively new. I feel like Miss Marvel is quite a relatively new, um, new, new series, new comic. Last three years, maybe. Yeah, but I'm all for it. Yeah, man. Why not? Well, there's um, there's no release date. It just is coming soon. Well, yeah. I, I am curious, and they've already cast someone, haven't they? Um, Dominique Vaughan. Yeah. Um. So we've got now. Someone was saying that. So like, we've got now um, quite a few younger characters. So maybe they're setting up um, young Avengers at yeah. some point. If you show yep. that'd be pretty that'd be cool. I think. Yeah. That's what if that's where they're heading. One that I'm not interested in the slightest, Don Cheadle returns to <gasps> James Rhodes, aka War Machine in Armor Wars, an original series coming to Disney Plus. Classic Marvel story about Tony Stark's worst fear coming true. What happens when his tech falls into the wrong hands? Who cares? Right, I'm not being funny, yeah. So like um <laughs> <laughs> I, I I'm not you guys know I'm not a War Machine fan, I'm not a Don Cheadle fan. That aside, yeah. Isn't this basically the plotline of um, Spider-Man 1 I'm and Man. Spider-Man 1? Spider-Man uh, Homecoming. <laughs> no? Yeah. Haven't we already and, seen this? And, and Iron Man 3, <laughs> when Killian yeah. gets it. Yeah. Really yeah. Iron Man. <laughs> I'm not interested in that. From the <laughs> very this little question. And, and three. Yeah. This was basically... This was, this was... What happened is... Don Cheadle saw everyone else getting their series. <laughs> Even fucking Groot's got his own series, right? Or little special. And he's like, what about me? Yeah. And they're like, oh yeah, we'll give you this. Yeah. I'm I'm not interested. Oh, to be honest, like, you know, you guys know me in it. I'll watch it, but I'm not interested in it. Um, and I can't, I need, Don Cheadle can't be the main character he has to be playing alongside somebody I think <laughs> I can't watch Don Cheadle be the face of this thing yeah I feel like this is a series to then set up Ironheart because she starts yeah, off she, she finds 
Tony Stark's tech and she makes it her own and then mm. she gets recruited. And for some reason, I've got a feeling that Gwyneth Paltrow is going to appear and recruit her somehow. I do. Be out of Marvel because she doesn't know what fucking film she's in. I'll tell you what I would like as well. Um, if they brought back um, Sam Rockwell's character from the second one. Is it the second one he's in? Yeah, because he's in prison, Justin. isn't he? Yeah, if they managed to bring him into it somehow. Is he first or second? I can't remember. I think it's the second uh, one. Second one, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, because it's about Wind Whiplash. But yeah, his stock's certainly risen. He's got an Oscar since being in that film. So, mm. yeah. Um, I already mentioned there's going to be a Baby Groot series of shorts. Um, there's also going to be a Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, which is a bit strange. But Live. Hey, What's that going to be about? Live holiday special. Live? Live holiday special, I, I, isn't it? Is it, do you, is it live? I mean, I presume it will be live action. I don't think it will be live. Uh, is that, oh, I read it as like they're doing it live. Oh, okay. My bad. What? How? Yeah, I was thinking, how would that even work? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't, I guess that's just filling the void between, you know, I think Guardians 3 is not supposed to come out until like 2024 or something. So, uh, 2024. Um, yeah. Christian Bale. They start production. Oh, who cares? Whatever, yeah. Christian Bale starring Thor, Love and Thunder as the villain Gore the God Butcher. People thought he might, might have been, um, uh, Better Ray Bill, but no, he's been cast as Gore the God Butcher, whoever that is. So he's yeah. gonna smash it. Whatever he does, he's gonna be good. I'm I rewatched the Prestige again today. Decent. And dedicated to the cause. Yeah. Um, and then another very short one, but they have, you know, reconfirmed Blade, starring Mahershala Ali. So that's yeah. cool. When was that uh, supposed to? Come? When's that supposed to come out? Doesn't say. We had we had because that was announced last year, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah, no, it, it hasn't. They just said, they, just, they literally just said Blade, and that's all they said, really. Yeah. Um, probably, I mean, this whole kind of, is it, we're in Phase 4 now, aren't we? A lot of what has characterised Phase 4 is very questionable titles. Not huge on Doctor Strange in the Multiverse Madness. Not that keen on Thor, Love and Thunder. I'm even less keen on Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean... They, That's a bad name. They've kept the Wasp in it, cool. Quantumania. Like, what, what happened to just three? You had Iron Man 1, Iron Man yeah. 2, Iron Man 3. Even Thor was Thor 1, Thor 2. Just... Oh, no, Thor Dark World, wasn't it? Anyway, yeah. just stick with the numbers. But Peyton I, Reed... Yeah. Peyton Reed's back... So is Paul Rudd, Evangeline Lilly, Michael Douglas, Michelle Pfeiffer. Catherine Newton joins as Cathy Lang. That's a recast from Endgame. So Paul I feel like actress. so bizarre to recast that. Yeah, so, a bit bad on that actress. Apparently she apparently only found she, out when this was yeah. announced. Yeah, that's raw. That's so it raw. It is. <laughs> and then Jonathan Majors as Kang the Conqueror. So, again, this is just going to be a vehicle to progress the franchise, I presume. I just want to say... How, I'm going to say it again, how <laughs> is Ant-Man getting three, a trilogy? What? I can't believe it. it. It's Oprah, mate. You get a trilogy. Oh, you get Thor is the, uh, the first yeah, one which yeah. has got its fourth film. That's true. Thor, uh, I think Thor deserves, deserves it, though. Because he's like a, he's top three in it of the Avengers, I would say. Like, Ant-Man is, 
is far mm. down the pecking order, in my opinion. I think, I suppose, obviously, this is good because it's a good vehicle, because they, the, they use the Quantum Realm, it's a good vehicle to explore other, other things in MCU. Fair enough, I get that. But, man, mm. does this thing need three films, really? I know. I think Star-Lord's going to be in um, Thor, Love and Thunder, isn't he? At least, briefly. Is he? Yeah, I think so. Um, Chris Hemsworth was going to be in Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Maybe I'm confusing it. Um, then Black Panther 2, uh, they've said that they won't recast T'Challa, um, which I think is a good decision. Um, but it will explore the world of Wakanda and the rich characters introduced in the first film. So... so Oh, okay. Sorry. Sorry. No, I wasn't. I was just going to say Ryan Coogler's returning to direct. Um, I was just say, I am. So, one of the things, I think we were talking about this ages ago, when we were talking about what we might want in the Black Panther 2, I think one of the things I said was that I would like to see them explore the different tribes of Wakanda um, to see how, you know, what the other cultures are like, how they're affected by stuff that happened in Infinity War, Endgame. Obviously, now I'm assuming to Charles' death, um, if they. I'm assuming they're going to put that into the to the film. Um, so yeah, I, um, and I think the comments you just said, I feel like they're maybe going to going to do that. I'm curious to know if if we're going to get a new main character or if we're just going to uplift all of the supporting characters. Um, what do you think would be better? I think the latter. I think I think. Oh, I don't know. Do you know what? I actually don't know. I actually don't know. I, um, I think. Maybe for now, for this film, yeah, uplift everybody. And yeah. then maybe if they do a third one, then, you know, yeah. then they can... I mean, but Letitia Wright was saying a bit of some booky things online, wasn't she? Yeah, recently? she was saying a Mazzolini. He's lucky to just keep it still. Yeah. Honestly, if you have a certain high followers, you've just got to be quiet. Yeah, man, yeah. like, fuck me. Just, is, just... About, is this about the person who said about COVID and not taking vaccine or something? Yeah, yeah, the actress who plays Shuri. Mate, John Tudor shut her down, didn't he? I didn't see. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. And then um, the last announcement on this thread oh, is... By the way, just want to add, I feel like they need to make a main character in Black Panther, by the way. Fair enough. I see... I half agree, because I, I don't like, know... I feel like in order to get traction for a third, they need a main character. But if by the end of the second, Shuri takes up the mantle of Black Panther, yeah. that's probably a bit more respectful than straight away. It's like, oh, T'Challa's dead, yeah, Shuri, yeah. there you go. Yeah, fine, fine. Yeah, as long as, yeah. You, as long as by the end of the second film, you have a character who's going to become the main character. Yeah. That's the way to do it. Have Shuri, you not seen that? I don't know. Have you not seen that video of the, the woman who's lying on the edge of a waterfall? Yeah. Going all yeah. around Twitter, she needs to be cast in Black Panther too. That woman is fearless, bro. Oh no offense, guys, but that's that's some white people shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, do you know what someone said? Uh, I can't I can't say verbatim what the tweet said, obviously, but she said the last time I saw someone uh, that close uh, to yeah, no, the, edge of a, the edge of a waterfall, they lost the power to Black Panther. <laughs> I was cracking up at that. I literally for ages. Oh, so they lost funny. the what? Uh, the well, last time I saw a person that close to the edge of a waterfall they lost the power of the Black Panther yeah. oh fucking hell <laughs> oh, fuck. that was so oh, funny oh. Um, and then yeah the last announcement was that John Watts who has directed uh, Spider-Man Homecoming and Far From Home 
will direct uh, Fantastic Four. So they finally announced it. Uh, no date or any other news apart from John Watts, but he's brought a certain fun, I guess, at least to the new Spider-Man films. Whether you like them or not, I don't. I can't imagine he's the one pushing the narrative. It's probably Kevin Feige being like, "You need to." Why is there no mention of Tony Stark on this page? So maybe if he's given a bit more, you know, license, mm. um, you know, I think. Fantastic. I wonder if my predictions from a year and a half ago will come true. What were your predictions? Um, oh gosh. Um, <laughs> um, it was um, um, what's his name for um, a quiet place to be Mr. John Krasinski. Yeah, his wife to be um, Miss Invisible or whatever, Invisible Woman, Invisible Girl, yeah. and then Zach Efron to be um, Storm. No, not Storm. Uh, Johnny Storm, yeah. Johnny Storm, yeah. Okay. It would be the thing. Duke is a shit man. He just turns into a big old monster, doesn't he? Oh. The Rock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I am. Um... That time's a charm, you'd hope, anyway. Really, I think if you're going to trust anyone to make a uh, Fantastic Four film su- a success, it would be MCU and Kevin Feige. So you know, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Well, I am absolutely knackered after just quickly. Sorry, Ben. Before you, before you wrap up, before you wrap up, um, don't you find it a bit strange that we didn't get really get any Spider-Man three news, considering it's coming out next year? Well, I would probably put that down to the fact that it's Sony. Oh yeah. So, you know, they're, you know, because you could also say, there's no, I mean, is Morbius even going to be MCU? I don't think so. I don't think so, no. Uh, I mean, yeah, so that's probably one thing to say. Were there any notable omissions? Were you expecting some X Men news? It would have been, been great if we did get some in it. But I, I, wasn't, I wouldn't say I was expecting any, no. No. No, so there's not really anything that you were like, oh, that. I oh, reckon we've got two. No Guardians news. Yeah, Guardians of Galaxy 3 and the special. Well, they talked about the specials. They didn't actually say anything about Guardians of Galaxy 3. Yeah, yeah they said that Guardians of Galaxy 3 is going to come out oh, after the special comes out in 2023. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what they said. Oh, okay. Or, or, yeah. And then I reckon X-Men, we won't hear anything about X-Men for like two years. <sighs> I generally like. I think I feel like another admission, but maybe it's because they're they're starting to lead to adult content. Maybe Deadpool three, because I know that there were talks about that, isn't there? So mm. when did Doctor Strange come out? Sorry, twenty twenty two. I think that year we might hear some X Men stuff. Yeah, we've so also not had any news about a possible Avengers five, have we? Yeah. Whether they whether they will or not, you know, because there's so many characters at the moment but mm. yeah i mean yeah i mean god out of all of the stuff oh, we talked about go a whole phase without having an avengers film i think so they haven't so far but i mean they could um especially if they're introducing multiverses and stuff but of all of the stuff we talked about star wars pixar nat geo marvel any of the others what if i had to ask you one thing whether it's film or tv that each of you are most looking forward to i will start with you ob um uh <laughs> shit what am i looking forward to i have two things please no 
fuck's sake. <laughs> um, I would say, I think Loki, you know. I think Loki. Okay, it's Loki, Loki. All right. Um, do you want a bit more time, Chris? I always need more time, mate. Um, <laughs> I'm probably intrigued about Ahsoka, the series. Mm. But if anything, Obi's probably right, spot on, really. Loki. I'll be honest, the Marvel things all sound great, but none of them really like jump out at me and say, yeah, let's fucking watch this. I think it's because we don't really have that much info. It's more, mostly, mostly just casting news. Like, we didn't have any trailers for any of the films. Um, there's not even much plot given away about the films. So, oh, uh, sorry, Ken, sorry. Yeah, so it's hard to get that excited about it. You've been like, oh, Kit Harrington's in Eternals. Like, oh, God, yeah, you know, like, whatever. Yeah, who really uh, is it? Yeah. I was going to say, Glenn, um, after you say your, what, the thing you're most looking forward to, um, I'll just say we didn't talk about um, the decision to keep, to put Black Widow in the uh, cinema and not put it on Disney+, Plus, like some people thought they were going to do. How have they done that? I didn't even realise. Oh, well, yeah. I think they're, they're coming out in either May or March, um, but they said, yeah, it would be coming out in theatres exclusively. I'm pretty sure it is. Well, they might change their mind again because, <laughs> you know, I think I, I reckon Wonder Woman are being like shit pretty much everywhere apart from Cornwall has gone into tier three. So, you know, yeah. oh well. Um, um, yeah, what thing you must look forward to? Do you know what? Purely based on the very little info, probably the Acolyte because I was, yeah, like, was going to yeah, say, if you let me have two, I would have said that. I, I, knew, I knew you would have. That's why I forced you into one. <laughs> that's a good shout. That's a very good shout. Yeah, but it was it was basically another D twenty three, wasn't it? So, mm. you know, certainly I'm not an investor. I guess I am in a way because I bought Disney Plus. But you know, I was very excited, and you know, it was just I think they released it at a good time. You know, twenty twenty's yeah. been pretty shit. So, yeah. you know, give everyone lots to look forward to, and hundred things to look for, to pay for for the next five years. Yeah. But that's the thing, isn't it? It's sort of like, all right, cool. We're seeing that a lot of this stuff's coming out over the next few years. A lot of it's going to be on Disney Plus, whether you know initially or later on. So, sort of makes you think. Do you know what? I probably will keep my membership for another couple of years at least. Decent. Yeah. I was, I was hoping you say that, man. <laughs> as long as you keep your Netflix, I'll keep my Disney. Yeah. Plus. I mean, this longer than I thought it was going to go. I know. Honestly, I. I was, it's too, you know. Fuck it. How long are we in it yeah. for? Two hours and I can edit it as well, lads, because I'm gonna I'm not gonna be able to do anything over the weekend, so I can edit it if you want. Oh, sounds like a plan. All right, guys, thanks very much. And uh, I guess anyone listening to this, tweet us what you think uh, you're most looking forward to. Um, obviously, we're at, on Twitter at YC Podcast Seventeen. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, um, anywhere you get your podcast from as your average critics. Keep it sexy. Yes. Peace out. You need to do that a bit quicker, Robes. Sorry, mate. I was blanking out. <laughs>